This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 98, Spotlight on the Wolverine. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 98, and this is our Spotlight on the Wolverine episode, where we talk about the uh, recently released, as of today, uh, episode, uh, episode movie, The Wolverine, uh, starring Hugh Jackman. I'm Adam Chapman, the host of the Comic Shenanigans, and I'm joined by my special co-host, Tibor Mate. And uh, so we just saw this movie, so we, I guess we got out maybe, what, half an hour, 45 minutes ago. Um, so we're here to share our initial reactions, our thoughts upon seeing the newest film in basically the X-Men franchise, and also the subgenre of the Wolverine franchise. Um, before we talk about the movie itself, I guess it's important to talk about there's a specific storyline that this movie is supposed to emulate and uh, definitely pull from in a big way. Uh, obviously, after the more or less critical failure of uh, Wolverine, sorry, X-Men Origins Wolverine, it made a lot of money, but no one really seemed to like it. Uh, there was a lot of issues with the storytelling, the the, the script was kind of a mess, uh, the use of Deadpool kind of, and then ruining the character, not so good. So when it came time to make a sequel, they, if this movie felt like they actually tried to really think about how to make this movie work. And so they went back to the classic, I guess, 1982 miniseries by Chris Claremont and Frank Miller called Wolverine, uh, the first of many series with Wolverine. It's amazing to think that back, there was a time when Wolverine would only show up in Uncanny X-Men. That was the only place you could get your Wolverine fix. And now he's on every team, he's in multiple solo books, So and now you get too much Wolverine. But at the time, Wolverine was just a team, a team player on the X-Men, and... Uh, Chris Claremont and Frank Miller really delved into who he is as a character and brought up the whole idea of his 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 uh, you know the part of Japanese culture in his life and what that's played in. Uh, they expanded on the love uh, between him and Mariko Yoshida. Uh, they play a lot with the idea of him being a fallen samurai, which has become a huge part of the Wolverine character. And now coming into this movie, they inject this into how we view the character in the movies. Uh, periodically throughout this episode, you might hear some meowing in the background. My cat, once again, has decided to be a, a, spe- a special guest, uh, so she'll be uh, heard in the background. Uh, anyways, Tibor, let's. You haven't read the original comic, nope. So going into this movie, you had no real. You you had heard that it was based on a classic comic book story, but other than that, yeah, I didn't know much. I mean, I knew like I knew the Japanese storyline was a big one, and that that's about it, really. That's about it. Okay. Now, I guess, what were your initial reactions? I mean, we'll get we'll do more spoilers into the actual, you know, how the movie unfolded. But just your gut reaction after the movie was over, what did you feel? I really enjoyed it. I mean, out of all the movies that, that we've seen lately, uh, I, I think it's the best comic book movie this summer. Hmm. I don't disagree. Actually, I thought it was remarkably authentic. To I mean, there was obviously some, some choices made that as a comic fan. I'm like, oh, really? Why are they doing that? But for the most part, I thought it was yeah, it was a very solid movie. It was. Uh, Good character study, and that's something you don't. I don't think people are expecting from a Wolverine movie, uh, and to it actually be about you know this character, and uh, he's obviously starred in a lot of movies already in terms of the old X Men movies were ostensibly Wolverine movies, but uh, this is the first time we really get to peel back who Wolverine is as a as a man. Uh, we didn't get to see a lot of that in Wolverine Origins. We saw a lot of him being a berserker, but not really understanding what is lies beneath that. And so here we instead we pull but we all the other crap, throw away the X-Men, because uh, this is, takes place after X-Men Last Stand. And in a lot of ways, I think actually makes me appreciate Last Stand in a bit, it, because it allowed us to get this movie. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool that it, like uh, we're going forward instead of backwards and trying to fit the pieces into place. Instead. But now it's, it's, 
it's obviously it's setting up X-Men. the future as well, yeah. right? Which is kind yeah. of cool. Yeah, next year has X Men Days Future Past coming out, which I'm pretty I'm 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 scared about because I'm not a huge fan of Brian Singer because he's done some good and bad things. He, Come on, he brought us X Men. He on did big screen. He did bring us X Men, but I mean, at the same time, it doesn't. It's not really the comic book version of X Men. Now, granted, it was in a different era before you could do the bright costumes. It was before Spider Man came out, where you could actually have someone running around in the in their traditional costume and not having to change it. So he was back during an era where people didn't think the costumes would ever work. Uh, now we're in a very different era. Now Avengers is huge, and you have Captain America actually more or less in his Captain America uniform. You have things that people 10 years ago would have thought would have been stupid and hokey. Suddenly, audiences are okay with it. So I'm hoping... Well, plus the advent of CGI being what it is today, is yeah. it, it makes a huge difference as well, right? Like, I mean, you look at episode one, right? 99. Yeah. And how terrible that looks today. Yeah, that does not look good. But, you know, now you can do anything with CGI pretty much. It's it's come to the point where we're getting really close to being able to do anything. Sometimes the question is, should you? Well, I mean, you know, that's you, a whole other story. Like, you Superman, can do, yeah. you know, blow up half of Metropolis. Which looks cool. It just doesn't, it feels empty. Yeah, it felt empty because it was whereas, just constant action for whereas no this, reason. this movie, uh, you know, it, you were saying off podcast, you know, that there was... A, an interesting pacing with this movie because you'd have, I love the pacing of this movie. You'd have moments of action, and then you'd have quieter moments. You'd have a little bit of humor poking through, like yeah, it, know, it had that older like movie feel, like you know, like movies that I remember growing up. Like you know, movies when we grew up, I think had more character development because there wasn't like all this stuff that we can visually show you, yeah, right. And and they had to dwell on story more than just. Because we can do, yeah. Because they had to draw your eyes away from what they, what they, the limitations of what they were actually yeah. showing you. Yeah, you're right. In a lot of ways, this actually felt a bit like a noir film because oh, it was awesome. Because yeah. I mean, there's a lot of you know, there's a, there's a you know, a dame involved, him having to protect someone, like and yeah. it, almost like detective work and kind of going on the run. Yeah, it definitely felt less like a superhero movie in that way and more of just a kind of slice of life. This guy gets involved in something that he doesn't want to be involved in, and he gets kind of. Uh, you know, drawn into something he wasn't expecting, and that's that's really cool to see, uh, especially because that is not what you expect from Wolverine. Like, yeah, of all the characters to to kind of have that, I actually felt like him having that kind of side side adventure with Mariko here felt more uh, more honest to the character, and it didn't feel like it detracted as opposed to Iron Man three, where you had that protracted scene with the kid, and it just felt like, well, I want to I want to kind of see Tony Stark being Tony Stark still. I still want to see him being Iron Man, whereas seeing Wolverine slow down and seeing Logan was actually really interesting. Yeah, no, I, I like that too. I enjoyed that. And I think the problem in Iron Man 3 was that we didn't get enough of Iron Man. Whereas here, we still got enough of Wolverine. Yeah. But we also got to see Logan as well, which was cool. Because uh, in Origin, there was a couple of those like soft moments like with his uh, girlfriend there. Which had, uh, Silver Fox? At the beginning. Which had, um, but other than that, like it wasn't like it was kind of quick and then it was yeah. action, action, action. Watching this movie made me think how different it would have been if this director or this writer, these writers, would have written that movie. Because Done Origin? Because yeah. Origin could have been really good. It had, the ideas were kind of there. The idea of the sibling rivalry uh, between Sabretooth and Wolverine is actually a really cool idea, but it has to be done right. Yeah, it, it, Origin failed on a lot of, like, it had a few moments, but as, an, as a movie overall, it wasn't very, like, well, like, laid out. And no. Pacing, I didn't think was good in it. It was overdone action, I thought, like versus the substance, mm-hmm. right? Whereas here, I think we really finally got 
good action sequences yeah. and, and a lot of substance into the character. And I know a lot of people will probably, like, there there will be people that are like, oh, man, I want to see more action. You know, and I was like, finally, not all so much, so much action. Like, well, it was like... I think part of what made the action more impactful as well, and it's part of an, uh, a byproduct of the story, is the idea that, you know, Wolverine isn't himself. He's not able to just shrug off everything that happens to him. Suddenly he's starting to feel more mortal, he's starting to be able to take damage, and it's slowing him down. So it made the, the action feel like it had more consequences. Part of the problem, That's true. like Superman, you see him punch, 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 but he's not really getting hurt. So it loses that impact. It's good to see him punch someone, but at the same yeah. time, it's not having an impact on anything. That's one of the hard things about that character to do. Is yeah, because he's but so even like, in Iron Man, like he had so many armors, and it was just like he's bash armor, but then he's got another one. Like True. It started yeah. to feel like there was no consequence to the action. because Yeah, just, and he was just flipping from one armor to the next in midair, and he was, and he was just getting ridiculous. Yeah, and yeah. he wasn't really getting injured. Yeah, and you're even, right. And fighting the villain there wasn't, that villain wasn't getting hurt either. Mm-mm. Whereas here, like, you had him killing people, and they're very not making any bones Finally about some that. some blood on his claws, which was also awesome to see. Yeah. And also, he's, like, he's taking damage, he's slowing down, and that, I mean, if you ever read the original comic, he spends a lot of it unconscious. He keeps waking up in weird places and being like, what happened to me? And that happens here, and, and that's part of what helps it slow down, because he's not just an unstoppable machine anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, for the majority of the center of the film, he's not immortal anymore right like he's he's got to be careful as to what he's doing yeah. now is it a little silly how it happens yeah it's a little weird yeah they ended up going with a technology approach i don't know in the comic is it uh, they've never really done that no so um, he is he's still got his healing factor in, in, this in the original yeah in the okay, original yeah. he always had his healing factor it was more that uh, at the time his healing factor over the years in the comics has become more ridiculous Okay. Um, like there is, there was a one issue of I think two thousand six, where I think he was reduced to a skeleton with like a fleck of DNA around him or something. And oh, he right, he still came. Which back. is kind of stupid, right? But back in the day, like they played much more. Like it would take him a while to heal from things. Yeah. Kind of like the movies, because if you go back to like X, what two when he gets shot in the head uh, at Bobby yeah, Drake's he goes house, down. Yeah, he goes, he down. goes down. Yeah. Whereas here, he's take even after he's somewhat weakened, he's taken like shotgun shots. Or like, or at least big, like big shots to the chest, and he's he's all right. Yeah, it's true. It's he gets a, shot yes. multiple times yeah. with the weakened healing factor. It's just it's not surprising, and as someone who's read a lot of the comics, I'm used to that because they play it up too too much a lot yeah, of the yeah. time. But it used to be a little bit slower, which made it a little bit more to, interesting. To be fair, he was hopped up on adrenaline, probably. Yeah. You know, whereas in I think the X Men one, he just gets dropped out of nowhere. Like he wasn't expecting the cops to I fire at them, right? Yeah. Which, at the same time, that would be a shitload of paperwork for just, like... like I mean, I, I know the guy's got, like, claws and shit, but still, you just shot a dude in the head. You're lucky that he woke up, because uh, I wouldn't want to have to, What's like, the paper file... look, look, on that, look like that on that then, though? Then the guy got up? <laughs> well, did, yeah. Did you not discharge your uh, your magazine properly? Let's just like... say Mulder and Scully will be dispatched from the FBI to take care of that, uh, that story. Seriously. Uh, so I guess we could talk a bit about the overall kind of um, the overall the plot told. Yeah. So we start with did it start with the dream. It started with two dreams, didn't it? It was a dream within a dream. Yeah. So it was uh, so the first one was uh, we see a flashback to the the forties when uh, Wolverine's in Japan. It's yeah. Pre adamantium. Um, in Nagasaki, yeah. the you know the nuclear bomb, As the bomb is way. about to drop. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, basically the idea that there's this, this this young military man, all his superiors, they've they've let everyone loose in this in this prison. Yeah, camp. it looked like it was a prison camp. Yeah, which for makes sense American soldiers. Would be there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder where his brother was. Uh, not that I wanted to know at all. 
um, and most of the uh, you know the high-ranking soldiers they you know commit ritual suicide, but he just he can't do it, and yeah. uh, and then Wolverine you know basically saves his life and, and shoves him into the hole where he had been imprisoned and is able to save his life from the bomb. Uh, he also exposes his mutant healing factor to the uh, the young man who's later known as Master Yoshida. And uh, it's actually a really cool animation just when they show his gnarled up skin and everything. Like, yeah, when he, what's it, uh, when he been burns muted, by like, the nuclear blast. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, pretty messed up. But, like, that's a good, interesting way to start the movie. Yeah, I really like it. That's one of the things I, like, I've, I enjoy about the characters that they can put him into these historical moments and events and stuff. Oh, for which sure. Which is uh, like a cool factor to that character. I like that a lot. And I, I'm a real big fan of like history and you know, yeah. The, the, just it's interesting to place him into those events. In the uh, the Avengers animated series that was up a few years ago, there was a flashback episode with Captain America, and he was storming some stronghold. And one of the guys they called this, all they called him was Howlett, but it was very visibly Wolverine, and it was just like him getting off a boat and, and assisting like the Howlett Commandos. Oh, okay. And it's nice that yeah, you can put him anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and actually, in fact, he's worked with Captain America in the forties. In certain places, yeah, no, it's cool. It's a great, a great aspect of the character, and it was cool too to see the uh, the bone claws again. Yeah, yeah, which was kind of neat. Yeah, you know, I forgot about them. You know, yeah, they're a little weird looking. Well, I mean, it's hard to do. Like, they're very hard to yeah, do. Like, like, how do you do the the color? Is I think what throws me because I don't know. I don't know what I expect, but I just didn't think they'd look that light. Yeah, I don't know what's good. I mean, I thought like I guess they look like bone. Yeah, they, they do a good job of it. I think it was. It's kind of cool that you can just like. Put it through bricks, though, but yeah, I guess they're well, very strong bones. But yeah, well, yeah, I guess, I guess so. And then he wakes up from this dream into another dream with Jean Grey, which we'd heard about that she was going to be in the movie. Yeah, I was surprised how much. Yeah, they put her in there a lot. Like he has a lot of dream sequences, I but think, I guess it also goes into the fact that he's uh, getting going unconscious so much. Which... Yeah, he spends a lot of time. And what I thought was interesting is that I think they had more scenes together in this movie than ever before. Yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> I think they did. You know, and and I, I she still looks good. Oh man, Famke Jansen, I love like that. She, shit. I mean, it's been. If you're th- listening, <laughs> give, me, give me a call anytime. It's been 13 years since the first movie, and yet she. I remember her back from the TNG. Oh yeah, the perfect mate. That's right. She's oh, a Star man. Trek Next Generation. She still looks, which fantastic. is also a cool connection that they ended up her yeah. and Patrick Stewart exactly. Yeah, said, uh, back again. They yeah, she still looks great. She hasn't really aged. No, oh. she's she's looking fantastic. A lot of cleavage throughout the movie. Yeah, I'm you, not going to complain. Well, because almost always they're in bed, mm-hmm. right? which is kind of nice. Well, she's obviously supposed to be angelic. Yeah, and I, so she's wearing white. Uh, true. all the time. And I like how it start when it starts. Like he's dreaming about still killing her. And like at the end of the dream, yeah, being like you, you ended this, and, and he still down. wakes up with the popped claws, yeah. which is kind of cool too. Which is a nice throwback to like how he's whenever he has a bad nightmare or whatever, yeah. he wakes up and he stabs. And yeah, that's his his default pose is him with the claws up, which was kind of cool. And then throughout the movie, we see him slowly kind of reconcile with what he's done and starting to be able to move on. Yeah, and so the tone of his dreams with Gene change. Yeah, no, it was interesting, and like for a ghost, I mean, she basically has a lot of character evolution. That's true. Yeah, it's a, for a ghost, she does have a lot of character evolution, and, and, fact, and helps the main character along quite significantly. She gets almost almost more development as a ghost than when she was alive. I don't know. Well, it's it. Okay, more than Cyclops. How about that? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Cyclops really didn't do. He had. Like, I love Jean. I don't like anyone else. I'm yeah, je- I'm jealous of everyone who likes. I hate you, Wolverine. 
That's yeah. pretty much they could have just wrote that. She's on his dead. Forehead. I'm bitchy. I'm taking a ride out to Alkali Lake. I'm, I'm gonna go do Superman now. Piss yeah, off. I'm dead. I'm gonna go join Brian Sicker somewhere else. Basically, yeah, yeah that, was, that was kind of his arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he wakes up from this, and this is part. It leads into a part that's basically adapted right from the original yeah. graphic novel. Graphic which you've novel. now shown me the panels, which is kind of cool. I didn't know that. that so he it. he wakes up. He's been living in a cave, and yeah, you know, he's it's obviously little... northern Canada somewhere, yeah. which again I love because as being Canadians, it's yeah, kind of cool that you know, we have the, a, we have a superhero. Yeah, I mean in the original, I don't think he was living in a cave, but he was he was just kind of hunting or whatever, and he comes across this bear. Uh, we see this bear. Yeah, he's in detached this movie. from the world again, right? It's yeah, he's because of Gene. Gene's death. De- Gene's dead. He's withdrawn. He's left the X Men. He's behind. gone Ronan. He's yeah. He's gone Ronan. He's uh, he's drinking a lot. A lot of yeah, water. a lot of whiskey bottles in the, a in the lot cave. Of whiskey in his cave. He's listening to radio. You know, good for him. I want to know what radio stations listen to <laughs> that he can get out there with a nice like jazz. Yeah, that was like stuff. a really cheap radio. That's it. He, he was getting some pretty good signal though. He was no. I actually really like that part of the movie. Like when it starts, like. It's an interesting perspective because uh, well, I like to the, see I like, like the aspect of Wolverine being the Wanderer and mm-hmm. the Ronin, like he because that is a cool aspect of his character. Because even when we see him in, in X Men One, that he's the same, he's in the same sort of situation. He's just kind of right? going from town to town. Yeah, he, he sort of lives to make a couple bucks here and there, and then moves on and doesn't like attach to anybody. And it's kind of interesting now that like they've developed the character and they've done other movies. What the hell was he doing in that in that cage fight? Like. It's kind of an odd place for him to a couple end up. bucks, man. I know it's just strange. Like here, we have to see a reason for him to really be withdrawn. And well, yeah, now he's just what's before. I mean, we don't even really know how he ended up not knowing half of his history. Yeah, that is the only thing that's kind of a weird situation. As the like, well, he obviously clearly remembers the Japanese incident. So why does he remember it's that? It's theoretically but, something he started to remember. You know, he, he could true. have, you know, repressed memories. They've never really explained that too well, except, again, in Origin, which I fucking hated. They shoot him in the head twice. But then he still remembers things afterwards, because he sees things. But at the same time, then in X-Men 1, they put him in the full body, like, uh, scanner, yeah. and it's like, oh, he's lost his memories. Um, hey, Gene, could it be the possibility that he has two fucking holes in his head that, that you know, maybe he doesn't remember shit? <laughs> But no, they didn't. They didn't know that. They're not. Of, they're not very good geneticists, I guess. Well, I mean, obviously they 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 wrote this afterwards, no, and it was course. a prequel. But it's just a really stupid way of. If doing you're it. writing a prequel, you should try to. Yeah, you should try it. to fit it in. That being said, first class takes a lot of liberties. True, first class does, but I think they did it in a better way. Yeah, well, first class was part of it was trying to be its own thing, whereas part of it was trying right. to. It was an odd movie because I, I really enjoyed it, but it was. A movie that simultaneously tried to be a reboot, but also fit in line with the other movies, yeah. kind of. Yeah, it was an interesting take, I, I, but like I, you, I did really enjoy it. If you watch the first five minutes of Last Stand, I remember doing this a few years ago, um, you can already see, like I think, four things that are all really wonky. Oh, right, like, okay. Like, the first scene is, is uh, Magneto and Xavier, as the older versions, w- walking in to meet Jean Grey. Right, right, Xavier right. Xavier clearly walking. Like, he's not in the wheelchair. He's still standing. Right, right. And yet, he gets crippled in 1960. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and him and Xavier, him and Magneto haven't worked together for a long time. Right, yeah. So, you know, it's the type of thing you have to, you know, and plus, Magneto doesn't uh, build a Cerebro, because he said he helped build it, but really it was the Beast who built it in first class. That's right, you're right. Uh, there's a lot of, I mean, who Yeah, cares? there's a lot of little holes, I guess. I liked first class enough that I didn't let it get in the way. Yeah, but there's a lot of shit. If you actually, Moira Taggart isn't a geneticist; she's a secret agent. 
Yeah, she was an FBI that's agent. That's completely yeah. different. And her being a geneticist is more in line with the, with the movie. Well, like, and didn't we see her at the end of X3? Right? Yeah. That was the, was that was the snippet? And that was the whole thing, because there was a yeah, shot... So that's a bit weird, earlier too. Earlier yeah. on in the movie, they're talking about a comatose man, and then at the yeah. end of the movie, Xavier wakes up, and he is that guy. Well, he's in there, yeah. But now we're going to find out, I guess. Yeah, we'll, 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 get get there. There. We'll, get there. we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways, uh, the, so, the, so then after these two dream sequences, you have Wolverine living in a cave. He's spending time. He yeah. comes across uh, this bear. Kind of a weird shot with the bear leaving itself, but whatever. Yeah, I was there. they the just threw it in for a little bit of a laugh. I the guess, idea but. there is that they're you know these are two animals of the wild. Yeah, that regard each other, and they just sort of ignore each other in yeah, a way. Yeah, they right? kind like, of acknowledge each a, other and they keep going. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those like mutual respect. You stay over here, I stay over here, exactly. kind of things. And then later on one night, uh, you know, Wolverine hears something and he ends up finding the bear. Well, first he goes into town Sorry, to get some new town. batteries for his radio. Yeah, that's right. And he sees some jerks, you know, some jerk off hunters planning a hunt. And it was this this bear has been wounded and uh, yeah. In, well, he goes back to the forest and he's sleeping and he hears yeah. scuffling in the forest. Shots fired. Turns out that the bear has been shot by an arrow. Again, that's ex- almost exactly what happens in the comic. In the comic, it's a little bit more ferocious. He actually fights the bear. Yeah, the bear was off. already pretty badly. The bear here was pretty much on the ground and just yeah. having an agonizing death. Yeah, and I so guess that's re- part of it because you, without being able to get, actually get his head and hearing what he's thinking, it's harder to make the the. Sequence. Yeah, you can't do the word bubble thing. You obviously. can't do the word bubble where you're having him talk about why he's like what's going on. So yeah. here, you're, it's more clear that this is a dying, wounded animal. He's yeah, putting it out of his. And they do it all in visual. Yeah, and they do it in the visual. That was very little dialogue, right? Like very little. Yeah, There's no dialogue at all. Just him looking at the bear. And... Yeah, and, he, and I think he says to the bear, like, you know, I wish I didn't have to do this, but... And he kills the bear. Yeah. And then he goes into town and he's basically... To confront the hunter that... Finding the jackoffs who, did, who, you know, used this illegal poison to, to you know, in, inhumanely shoot a bear. Which, again, we get Wolverine in a bar, which is always fun. Yeah. Plus, I mean, this guy is also... The bear has now killed people because they were being dicks. Because remember they oh, said... Oh, that's that, right, yeah. The rest of his party's yeah. all dead. Well, most of them, yeah. It was good. They but didn't he, really clarify that. Like, they well, were they, all dead said, or wounded. Or... He said he was a survivor. Yeah, he said he survived. Yeah. And that's a pretty badass moment in the bar because he takes the arrow and it shoves it into the guy's hand. And then Which was awesome. pours what? Like, is there a shot on top? Yeah, of he orders a shot for the guy and then, then stabs him with, a, with the arrow. And then... Drinks half the shot and spills yeah. it into his and just wound. Hearing the audience was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Like that was pretty badass. Yeah. Well, again, it's it's Wolverine, right? So we get to see. But again, he's very, not the nicest guy, which is kind of no, nice to see because that's gruff, just part of his character. He's right? a gruff, angry guy. Again, that's what made it feel a little bit more noir because he's not this perfect paragon of human of you know. Of a hero. Yeah, he's not the hero. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of an anti-hero in a way. Yeah, like he he has some heroic elements, but there's also he's also not always the nicest guy. Well, and they say he's a, he's a soldier, right? Like he's yeah. he's looking out to get justice, right? I mean, as his whatever friend, way he sees justice. Yeah, his classic tagline is, "You know, I'm the best there is at what I do, though what I do isn't very nice." Yeah. And that's very true in this movie, although at times he isn't necessarily the best. Yeah, um, and then but then we, what's good? Uh, then the Japanese girl, enters. Japanese girl Yukio shows up. No, she's quite different than she is in the comics. In the comics, she's uh, she's more of a romantic foil for Wolverine, whereas here she's not really portrayed that way. She, here she's uh, more of a basically adopted sister of Mariko. Whereas in the comics, there is no relationship between the two. Right. In fact, she, if anything, she's more of a romantic rival for to uh, Mariko's affections, but. Uh, for Wolverine's affection, sorry. But here, you know, actually, I, I wasn't sure how I felt about the actress, but they let her be really physical. Yeah, I like that too. I like the aspect that she could kick Cause, ass. Like, cause she wasn't the, just... the few shots we saw of her in the, in the trailers, I was like, okay, well, how are they going to 
make her kind of the badass that she needs to be. And she was. Yeah. And that's the other thing I want to say quickly. Like, the trailers don't give away... Anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, which I'm really happy about. Like I'm they, so sick and tired they really of these just told you the trailers. Yeah. Something's wrong with this healing factor. Done. Exactly. Which is awesome. Oh, and the other thing I want to say while we're here, talking about advertising the movie. Yeah. The poster... Is one of my favorite movie posters I've ever seen. I thought it was fucking phenomenal. I remember when I like seeing it when it first came out, and I just yeah. went, "That's fucking brilliant!" Just the Japanese brush painting, you know, with the Wolverine that classic pose, yeah. and just like such a perfect, perfect like you know, no no text, just the date, uh, genius. Yeah, whoever I mean, whoever did that was brilliant. it was very simple. Got the got the point across, and by now everyone kind of knows who Wolverine is. I mean, but and then just to throw that Japanese element onto it, right? Because that you know, okay, this is going to be that Japanese story yeah. that like everybody. It's crazy that wants. he's that Jackman's been playing the character for thirteen years. Yeah, it is pretty awesome, and he still looks phenomenal. Like he fucking looks like an animal. It's amazing. So he's been this is what six movies as Wolverine. There's the three main. Yeah. He, he showed up for a cameo in First Class. Right, which was a great cameo. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, and then two Wolverine movies. So he's, he's put in his time. Yeah, and you know what? I'm glad that he's still sticking with the character. And I'm, I'm assuming he's in the next one, right? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. he is. Yeah, okay, so that's uh, good. The main plot is around, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Fucking I mean, awesome. I actually, don't want to know. Well, they've released a synopsis. I don't want to know. That's too much for I've, I've been Honestly, I've been... Try not to know anything, okay. right? So that's good because uh, even going into this one, like I saw the trailer, that was enough. I didn't yeah. want to see anything more. One thing I do like about Jackman, especially like whenever he goes to Comic Cons, and they always make mention of this, is he always gives a shout out to the creator of Wolverine. He's like, without this guy, I wouldn't be anybody. Well, there's a great story about him coming to Toronto to film Wolverine, and mm-hmm. one of the guys at the airport, one of the security guys, asking him for his autograph. Yeah. And it threw him off. He was like, "What the fuck? Like, what? You know, I haven't even filmed the movie yet." Yeah. yeah. And the guy was like, "No, nah, if this movie does well, you're gonna be huge." Sure enough, it's he, a, he's here we huge. are. Like, he's done so many other things now too. And it's kind of crazy seeing him as Jean Valjean, and yeah. then now as the Wolverine. Like, what a transformation! Like, he I can do like anything he really wants. But at the same time, him being like thin and decrepit, and like now he's fucking huge again like I don't know how he does that shit man that's an amazing although diet not, and a lot of workout not, although I guess they said that this time around he was a lot a little bit more slimmer and not as crazy jacked as he was in Wolverine yeah Wolverine. it's true in Origin he was like but, animalistic but it fit huge. more for that version of the character yeah no no it, like, it worked for that like movie for the Wolverine right out of the tank that's what you need to be yeah but that was insane Wolverine a few years later you know he's yeah, he's, no, he's slimmed down but he's huge like, and he's again still... he starts the movie like with like really long hair and a huge beard yeah he's got the caveman look yeah it, and it works for him and yeah it looked good it worked out it's good so, I, mean, I mean it makes sense what does he care he's just drinking yeah. whiskey all the time he's not gonna shave exactly so Yukio shows up she's basically acting as an emissary for uh, Master Yoshida the man yeah. that he saved all these years ago in Japan the man's dying he wants basically to say goodbye to Wolverine that's yeah and that's, he, and he that's asks, what he's been told so Yukio asks for just one day yeah. to bring him so they're gonna they're gonna fly to Japan and that's where we really get started yep uh, yeah they take the private jet yeah they take the private jet and they go to, and then so they end up in Japan they go to the stronghold, uh, a lot of security. I was wondering how they were going to go with this because, in the to give you a brief background of the comics, in the comics originally they had Mariko Yoshida, she met Wolverine, they fell in love. After the way that the uh, miniseries picks up is that he hasn't heard from Mariko, they've cut off, she's cut off all contact. She, he doesn't know why. He goes to Japan. He finds out that her father, who is thought to be dead, was actually alive, and he's kind of taken back the. Um, 
the the clan and brought them much more into the underworld. And Mariko doesn't obviously agree with this, but she's honor bound to follow her fa- follow her father. Right. Uh, her father has now promised her to someone else. Again, this is all in the comic. And then Wolverine tries to kind of persuade her, you know, not to be with this guy who's also physically abusive, but instead to be with him. Right. Uh, here, it's a little bit different. Yeah, he hasn't met her at this. He point. hasn't met Mariko at this point, and uh, you know, we have the master Yoshida, and then his son is. Shingen, who is the father of Mariko, so adding an extra layer, which didn't exist in the comics, but I did enjoy it because it gave you a reason for Wolverine to be there. That's the the difficult thing about Wolverine, is that you had to find a reason for him to be in Japan right. to really have this whole adventure start. And again, I liked how it was just a series of events happening, this unfolding, because he doesn't even want any part of it when it starts. Yeah, it's true. I, you know, and, and it's just, and it's kind of, again, the true nature of Wolverine. Like, how did he really get started with the X Men? Yeah, he always just ends up getting involved. Like, because of a girl. Yeah. You know, he basically was just looking out for a girl. Yeah, it was Rogue. And that was the only yeah. reason he was ever there, at least for the first like, two movies. He was there to, you know, protect Rogue. Yeah. And so here, again, they play up that idea of him as a protector. Uh, so once he gets there and he sees Mariko... Well, and it also, I think, sort of falls into the Ronin aspect. Like, you know, he's a re- he's the samurai without a master, mm-hmm. yet he finds a purpose all the time. It's yeah. always to protect somebody. Exactly. Which is kind of cool. Through any means necessary. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he'll do anything for anybody, like any of these uh, these women. It's usually women too, but it's usually women. Yeah, again, very noirish. Yeah, you know, it's always a dame. It's yeah, an, it's never a dude. Yeah, um, well, not yet. <laughs> that'd be an interesting noir. Eh? Next thing he's gonna be taking care of uh, Skyclops Aww. when he comes back from the dead in whatever way he does. <laughs> Uh, so he, he meets with uh, Master Yoshida. He kind of gets immersed in the Japanese culture. He's starting to learn more about the family. And uh, Master Yoshida is basically asking him, you know, I can give you I can give you what you seek. I can give you the end, an end to your immortal life. And he basically asks for his for Wolverine's immortality that they have come up with. A yeah, way. he can do an exchange basically. And Wolverine's like, you don't want what I've got. So he basically just flat out refuses. Yeah. Which is, you know, interesting. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not natural for someone to live that long. And Wolverine's been burdened by it. Yeah. Plus, but he's also dealing with his own shit, with what he's did, done to Gene, and having to live with that and not being able to die. Yep. yep. I mean, if, if Gene can't kill him, then what can? Well, yeah. apparently science. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, technology. Apparently science could kill him. And, uh... Trying to remember what it, a lot of stuff went down around then. Mariko tries to potentially off herself. Wolverine, uh, right? Yeah, well, t- she gets into an argument with her father, yeah, and then her father slaps her, and we so don't quite some... understand what's going on there. We just see that in the background, yeah. And then she goes for a run, tries to take a dive off the uh, and Wolverine's off there the to balcony, stop her. but Again, Wolverine jumps in, can't and, help himself, yeah. Wolverine stops her, he loves the damsel in distress, <laughs> and then at that point, he's uh. He's it's nighttime and he's told he can sleep in, in the, yeah, he's the gonna, guest room he's there. He's gonna go home and then and they'll they'll take him home in the morning and uh, is that again what he, he has the dream and then yeah then he has another there. dream with uh, with Gene involved mm-hmm. and uh, he wakes up the, or well he, I guess he's he's sort of dreaming but he's not sure what's going on and he sees the blonde chick which had Viper Viper or Doctor well, Green turns out to be. What's a uh, so clever? That's, only, a, that's a, that again. That's Dr. very Green, yeah. that's very noirish on its own. Like Doctor Green. At least it wasn't uh, Anthony Edwards. Uh, <laughs> Classic the, ER joke. I'm right sure, on ER I'm reference. Sure two people got that. Yeah, exactly. The three out of the three people that are listening. Oh, oh, oh. a little jab at you, but it's okay. I know there's more. I know there's more. Because I'm, I'm I'm guest hosting. That's oh, why. of course. Yeah, that's why. Um. So yeah. Uh. So he's. We've only seen her at this point. 
as all we know is she's a doctor that's been taking care of Master uh, yeah uh, Yoshida Yoshida and um, <clears throat> so he sleeps or he's asleep and she's on top of him kisses him sliding some bugs in but at the mouth. same time he's sort of semi-conscious so he's not sure if th- th- this is actually happening or if he's dreaming this right no this is because of, uh, I, so in the comics Viper's usually traditionally like dark haired um, but usually wearing green which she does wear later in this movie uh, the one thing that I kept checking myself on trying to remember that it's not that character is that because she's blonde and she has a certain look to her I kept thinking her name was uh, there's a character called Lady Mastermind in the comics oh, okay. and, and her power is illusions so uh, whenever okay. I saw that, that's all I could think of, and I'm like, no, Adam, it's not her. But I just would, I, I don't know why, but my mind went there every time. So whenever she, there was some weird shit like that, I'm like, oh, it's Lady Mastermind. That's Wait, she's not in this movie. <laughs> I think, I think maybe the the reason for doing the blonde uh, in this case was to distinguish her from like the other actors because she's white. Well, wouldn't that have done it? I mean, yes, that would have done it. But at I the mean, same time, and it. that is something I liked about the movie that you know it, it's set in it's set in Japan, and all every, the actors are Japanese. Everyone's Japanese, much. and I think, do think some of them are like well-known Japanese actors, or but I don't know them, and I, that actually made it more refreshing that it was you just kind of Jackman was the only real star name, and it meant that every performance for the most part was pretty solid. Yeah, and it felt. I guess that's a shallow thing to say, but it feels like sometimes people cast for the name, and then maybe they don't have the acting ability. Whereas sometimes when you get the no name, you feel like, oh, they got cast for the acting ability as opposed to anything else. Yeah, you know, that's true. And I, I personally, I love the Japanese setting because I, I like I love Japanese culture and just the mix of you know traditional and and modern. And it's just such a cool, mm-hmm. such a cool look, and it's such a distinct like visual yeah, look. Sure. And you know when they drive into Tokyo and everything, like it's just you know you, right away you know that that's actually Tokyo. It's not just some yeah. Chinatown, you know, another city, right? Like, no, it's right. actually Japan, which is really cool. You got all the bright lights and everything, and... <clears throat> it's really neat to see. And, uh, so at this point where he's wakes up, right? And, uh, and it's the funeral. No, not the oh, funeral. Well, he's being yeah. wheeled out. Uh, Master Yoshida has passed away. Yeah. Everyone's pretty upset about this. So, yeah, so they, they wheel then, him out, and then we end up at the funeral. And that's where the, that's where the movie really starts to kick in the high gear. Yeah. Because it, Everything up until now, it's been we good. don't really know what's going on. Yeah, we don't really know where it's going to go. It's uh, except uh, that we know why he wanted to yeah. bring him there, and that's about it. And you got slower pacing at this point, and uh, Wolverine is obviously wondering what the hell happened with that weird dream of Viper. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's not quite sure if that was a dream or what's yeah. going on there. So they go to the so they go to the funeral. Uh, yeah. of uh, Master Yoshida, and this is him starting to make eyes at Mariko a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, and, he's t- taking notice of her. Yeah, for sure. And well, I think he's also interested in, in what what the dynamic is and why she was having the fight with her father. As yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, and her father's pretty much, a, pretty much a dick to the Wolverine. Like, you don't need to be here anymore. Yeah, he tells like, him at the funeral. It's like you that, said yeah, goodbye, now you can leave. Yeah. And uh, in the middle of the funeral, Wolverine senses that something isn't quite right. Yeah, he sees the tattoos on one of the uh, monks. Yeah. And kind of goes, what the hell is that about? And so he gets involved and suddenly... Well, yeah, it turns out they're Yokuza. Yeah, uh, and they're trying, to, they're trying to abduct Mariko. And then you have a pretty awesome sequence of... And now, this is, we also, at this point, get introduced to a figure we don't know his relation yet. And this is uh, Harada. 
who yeah. is at the, at this point he's uh, skulking around at the top. On, yeah, on, he's hanging out where and, Mul- and Wolverine does notice him. He does notice him, and I think Yukio notices him too. Yeah, he's up on the rooftops. So obviously, yeah. he's keeping an eye on. Uh, and he was go. pretty cool. Now again, in the comics, the characters the Harada character is a little bit different. He's the half brother of Mariko, whereas here he's the former love interest right. who is basically taking an, an oath to protect Mariko and protect the the family. Yeah, because Mariko currently is engaged to, I can't remember the character's name, but he's the Minister of Justice, so he's uh, high up in the political uh, arena. So when the Yakuza show up, like, yes, Wolverine is, is, you know, trying to, you know, take matters into his own hands and protect her, but you also have uh, Harada almost acting as the unseen protector, firing arrows from, and I thought that And he's protecting Wolverine at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And he was pretty awesome. Actually. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of neat that we have another archer in the uh, Marvel universe. I love later. archers. I'm okay with it. So it's just kind of funny because I was thinking like, uh, that's kind of cool that they went with that considering that they like... Uh, well, I thought in a lot of ways, as much as... I mean, I love Hawkeye. Avengers. I actually believe this guy more as an archer partially because he was so fluid in his movements. Like well, it, and yeah, he's probably, the, yeah, he's his not, action he's was not awesome. using like crazy different types of arrows and well, that's, stuff. That, I mean, that lends that, more to his credibility, I guess, than believability. It was just more the speed. Like he just seemed like he was a little faster, and plus his maneuver, like he was actually a more physical character. That's Having true him too. Yeah, jumping he, around and like flipping. Well, he's around. ninja, right? He's a ninja, but yeah, I mean, I, as much as I love Hawkeye, he didn't move around like that. He was no, kind of true. Stiff. He was more kind of yeah. He was more kind of solid in his movements. He was a little but. bit more maybe precision based. But again, this guy's amazing precision because we see him doing long range shots. Yeah, that's true. And like adjusting for wind speed, pretty pretty brilliantly. Yeah, like, like he never missed. Yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Uh, and so Wolverine is able to eventually... Yeah, Wolverine at this point doesn't realize that his healing factor is not working yet. No, he's starting to remember. He gets the first shot. Well, he, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, he's, he's starting to that's realize. That's when we find out. And it was interesting camera work, too, for like the kind of slowing things down to kind of see what's going on and him and the weird shots of his face kind yeah. of looking all groggy. It sort of reminded me of a video game, and I can't remember what video game offhand, but like where you get hit and you're sort of dazed. And you, like all of a sudden things go kind of silent and like... It's just sort Call of focusing like, on his Call face. Call of Duty It's not Call of Duty. I can't remember, but anyway, it reminds me of a video actually, game. Actually, well, Uncharted is kind of like that, where the screen will go different, and then if the, if there's like a flashback or something, you actually all you hear is like a white noise kind of sound. And you yeah, will, yeah. And it'll take a while before you start to hear the sounds, which is what that person would be yeah, feeling. Yeah, well, yeah, so it's kind of cool. He's kind of got that effect going on with the camera work yeah. there. And uh, I mean, we can quickly summarize it. Then we end up on uh, a really interesting sequence on Bullet Train. Yeah, the minute they got it on there, I was like, "Well, oh, they, yeah. they end up catching her, right? yes. and then uh, what's it? They t- only get so far because Wolverine keeps running after them. Yeah, even though he's get, gets shot a couple times, and uh, what's his name, the Archer, Arada, Arada, um, ends up taking out the last couple guys. So she gets away as well. And gets That's right, on, she on gets the train. Yeah, she's like, I'll go this way, and, and he ends up following her onto the bullet train. Yeah, he follows she, her on because she at that point doesn't want to have to do anything no, with him. Right, like, she just wants to get out of there. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you need me around, otherwise you're going to be dead. Yeah. And then at one point he goes to, he notices he's not healing well, he goes to the, you know, the bathroom, he's, yeah. you know, he's never really had to deal with blood before. And like, Well, yeah, which is, I guess, kind of weird for him, right? Like, he's not used to having blood actually continuing to gush. Usually he's just used to, like, like dried blood because he's healed. Yeah. My only complaint about that sequence yeah. is that, uh, so he's in the bathroom and he washes up and everything. Yeah. His shirt was, like, mint when it came out of the bathroom. <laughs> it was. Which like, was right. a pretty bullshit considering how much blood was on it before. Oh, for sure, for Like, sure. I mean, did they have dry cleaning service in that bathroom, too? Because <laughs> so that's really- impressive it's a really good bathroom. i'm gonna take a japanese bullet train all seriously the time. that's amazing service 
And he leaves, so he leaves there, and he jump, bumps back into some of the Yakuza that he said. Well, yeah, when he comes out of the washroom there, yeah. yeah. And then we have kind of a ridiculous scene, but I a enjoy bit. it. I mean, uh, yeah, like, uh, I was surprised that I was more, not more like, ah, oh, what the hell, but like... Well, I think because they didn't play it like a fight. They played it like a struggle for survival. Yeah, like, it was kind of cool. They weren't really fighting. They were honestly just trying to stay alive. Yeah, because he runs into them when he gets out of the bathroom, and then he ends up ripping part of the train open. And they end up on top of the train. And they end up on top of the train. And, like, it, it, because it's Which a Which is going train, 300 kilometers yeah. an hour. So, I, I, and I enjoyed that it wasn't like a typical action movie where you just have them standing on top of like a truck or something. Right, yeah, they had to hold and on to the instead, train. Instead, like, yeah. you actually felt like they couldn't, like, yeah, they couldn't move. They couldn't really move, yeah. And they the were fact just that they kept showing the guy struggling with his with his sword or a knife or whatever. Yeah. And you saw it scraping and he's just trying to find a spot and finally getting one. And you you could see his arm, like, tensing, like, just yeah. need to hold on. Yeah. And even Wolverine, like, he's just scraping along. Like, yeah, like, the only thing holding him to the train is his claws. And yeah. the same with the other guys, it's just their swords that are stuck I guess the old, another benefit is that Wolverine's whole skeleton is that heavy so that's true actually, adamantium yeah. is i mean again we'll get there later but adamantium should be heavy yeah in the later on in the movie they play that up in origin when he sits on the bike exactly. and the bike go, drops huge later in the movie they don't make it feel like that yeah it's true yeah. like that that's, Some, but suddenly, that's throughout all the movies that's sort of an inconsistent i guess yes it's true because I mean, plus, how uh, easy is it to get adamantium? Because it wasn't supposed to be really tough that they even had that much adamantium. In the first <laughs> we'll place. get there at the end okay. of the movie. But yeah, you're right. That was another thing I thought of actually. But I did like. So I did like the bullet train sequence. I thought it would be hokier than it was. And I, I think, no, it worked. It wasn't overdone. It, yeah, I think why it worked for me was because it didn't just feel like a fight sequence. It did feel like a survival sequence. Yeah. And there, again, he people die. I yeah. thought actually that was pretty awesome when he fakes the guy out. Yeah, because <laughs> they keep jumping over the the, the yeah. transit signals and stuff as they're coming. Yeah, because the yeah. other guy can't see what's ahead, but Wolverine yeah. can. So he's like, "Well, this guy's going to jump because I'm jumping." So he kind of does like a half jump, and the other guy jumps up and he gets hit. Yeah, it takes it gets taken up by the signal. Brutal, yeah. like pretty. And again, us. Wolverine with some blood on his claws, which was yeah. like we've never seen that before. Like the, the and I like that they didn't go overboard on it. They didn't, yeah, they didn't overdo. They didn't it, make like, it like gory and like dripping all the time. No. But it definitely felt like you know he gets his claws dirty, and yeah. you can't you can't have giant knives coming out of your hand. I mean, like in X two, and I understand that X two was like, you know like obviously they got to keep. Oh, it when they storm keep, the mansion, when they storm the mansion, he puts you know both his hands through the guy into the fridge, <laughs> yeah. right? And he pulls them out, and they're perfectly shiny, right? Yeah. You know, like, and I get it. I get it that it's you know kids and stuff, and they can't do it all the time. But in this one, it was nice to kind of see like. You know, like, this isn't exactly, like, a good yeah. business that's going on here. It's, no. it's dirty business. Oh, for sure. So it was nice to see. And then he ends up back in the train after the, all these guys have fallen off. Yeah. And uh, she's sort of like, what the hell? How did you, what, what, are, what, are you, you? what are you doing here again? Uh, is that after that where they, I think... Where well, they... He's, he's at that point, he's going, where the hell do you want to go? Well, he said that before he went to the bathroom. He's like, where are we going? And she's yeah. saying to the south, because she's got a home there that no one will come after her. But now that there have been Yakuza there, then they tr- decide to try and... Yeah, he says, no, we got to get off the train because these so guys have already up, found you. So they end up at the uh, the Love Motels. The Love Motel, yeah, which is kind of, like, uh, interesting. Again, one of those Japanese things, I'm sure, that's, uh, you know, the, the like, modular... Yeah. Um, set up with the, like the rooms and stuff Mission to Mars Mission to Mars room which would have been my choice because it was what was it Mission to Mars uh, nurse doctor's, doctor's, doctor's office doctor's office and, and something else it's so weird but like believable but that yeah, well the thing is I guarantee you that exists in like in Japan like I guarantee <laughs> it because they have those kind of weird things and it, that's the amazing thing about Japanese culture there's some st- super strange stuff 
that goes on there, but it's it's fascinating at the same time. Just the way it is. And it's just kind of funny that like they got the different pictures out in the lobby, and it's like yeah. you can pick your room based on exactly. the picture, which is hilarious. And yeah, Wolverine picks the Mission to Mars because they couldn't get two adjacent rooms. Yeah. So it's a, again, yeah. he's the honorable gentleman. You know, yeah. He lets he, her take the bed. She's like, well, you know, where will you sleep? He's like, I won't. Yeah. He he's he's watching out for her. And goes, but he's not the regular Wolverine we know. So well, at this he, point, he's fading because of all, the, all the injuries. Exactly. So then he wakes up, and again, he's he loses consciousness. Well, yeah, he he's out, out. yeah, he's out on the balcony, and uh, he's watching to see if anybody's coming. But yeah. yeah, he ends up passing out for sure. And then Mariko brings. We get him a little bit of Gene at that point too. Of more Gene. Whenever he's unconscious, it's assumed yeah. that Gene's there. Yeah, pretty much. Which was kind of interesting. I yeah. didn't think she was going to be in it that much, but it, I, I liked it. I, I liked that she was, and it probably didn't take them that long to film those scenes either. No, yeah, it was kind of cool. Because I think they said that she was only on set a few days, but it's amazing how important that she is. Really, she's the anchor of the film. She is the anchor of the film. Yeah, she. I think part of it's because she gives Wolverine someone to talk to. Yeah, because well, and it's sort of. I guess it, it it also does that internal dialogue thing because they can't yes, do the internal right. dialogue. So it's, giving, it's a way of giving. He's him basically that talking to himself, but yeah. he's talking to her. Yeah, and again, it it definitely makes up a little bit for Last Stand because Last Stand. It just kind of ends, and this yeah. Last time feels like it. You know what? The problem with that one too is that they tried to put in too much again, like into too little time. Mm. And they didn't get a time to flush it out. Whereas this one, I felt like we got time to really get to know the yeah, character, and flush the, things out. Yeah, and you got those slowed down moments. Not everything is just hammered out action where you're just constantly like, you mm. know, the end of Superman was was tiring because it was, it was just like, okay, I get it. Metropolis is falling apart while this guy's throwing guys through buildings and stuff. But it just loses context. You don't feel, you know, like you're like, okay, enough with about this. There's no immediacy. Whereas now, it's like, you get it. Like, he's hurt. Like, you know, like they slowly show you as, you know, things go on. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because he starts the movie, like, uh, you know, a very uh, damaged, hurt man in, in spirit. And then his body starts to follow. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he's already kind of lost his spirit. And now he starts to lose his body as well. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's not the Wolverine we're used to seeing, but... It's actually a more interesting Wolverine in a lot of ways. Yeah, it made for some interesting stuff. I mean, it's Wolverine at times in the comics and in movies can seem can start to fall into the Superman level. Like he's unkillable. Like that's true. It start. It, you know, you have to feel like there is uh, there's stakes. You know, yeah. there's something at stake here. There's a reason to fear for the character. Yeah. So now that he can die, he's he's very mortal. That's a cool way of doing that. Yeah, uh, it gives him a different dynamic. And the fact that, like, and again, like, they have, uh, what, the the veterinarian student? Well, yeah, that, that's what happens at this point. It uh, turns out he wakes up and he's in, you know, it looks sort of like, uh, he's not sure if he's in a hospital at first yeah. or whatever, but there's animals all around. Yeah. So it turns out that uh, Mariko... Uh, she talked to the woman who ran the, the Love Motel. Yeah. And her, her her nephew or son, her son yeah, I can't remember what's it anyway. But he, he's a veterinarian student. Yeah, and so he, he's patched up Wolverine. I did like when Wolverine goes to shake his hand, and he and freaks he, out. He freaks out because he kept stabbing him. Yeah, he kept stabbing him. at him while he was out, which is kind of funny. No, and again, playing on the idea that you know when he's sleeping, when he comes out of sleep, he's usually in a defensive. Yeah, he's in a defensive mode where the with the claws pop, and you know he's. Again, that goes right back to X-Men 1 when he stabbed Rogue. Yeah, which I mean, was cool. It's, again, the, the little touches that help brand it in the way we we know the character. Like, he's still the same guy. Yeah. He's been through all these experiences, and we're starting to see him grow from them. Yeah, so at this point, he's patched up and somewhat better. Still weak, though. You can tell he's a little yeah, bit uh, where weaker. Yeah, where did they go from there? I, the movie, it, I have to give it credit. There's a lot of... 
a lot more development than I would have expected because again you expect a certain kind of point in like a point A to point B but there is a lot of kind of intermediate points yeah um, well that's what I, again that's what I love the pacing of the film because you have a couple action sequences but then it slows down like it's yeah. not that constant like that's one thing I really don't like about films that's like right now like that are coming out now it's just mm-hmm. it seems to be like they overdo the action and just can't, you know, slow it down for a little bit. And oh. this movie slows down, which is great. For sure. And I think at this point they end up going to... to Nagasaki. Or near Nagasaki. Well, she goes to that house. I think they end up in the south, where they yeah. were going to go anyway, right? Like, yeah. at that point. They decided so to go I there. can't remember, like, why they decided to go there at that point. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, that's important for Wolverine. Because... What I actually like, as we're getting to this point, the idea that, you know, he's starting, he's starting to feel tired. You know, yeah, it's true. Yeah. This is something he's not used to because he's used to his body always being in peak shape. So he's not used to being tired or worn out. Yeah, and you know, just seeing him become more mortal is uh, an interesting perspective on the character. And him, he starts reevaluating things around this point. He sees, you know, where he um, where he saved um, what's his name, Master Yoshida. Yeah, back in, and then that's basically when the walls start coming down between him and Mariko. They're starting to bond more. Uh, yeah, the idea of honor when they're having dinner. Uh, Rico makes dinner at one point yeah. and gives him uh, the chopsticks, and he, he puts them. Like, he puts them face. Yeah, well, he stabs them into something in yeah. his bowl. She's like, "That's you know." That's to leave them up is a, is a sign of uh, it's a bad omen it's a bad because omen, it, yeah. they look like incense at a funeral. Yeah, exactly. Because the Japanese culture, there's a lot of you know a lot of every everything has sort of a meaning, right? There's mm-hmm. a lot of sort of old traditional. Sure. Superstitions and things like Actually, that, I think, which is kind of yeah, cool. I think the dinner was before they went to the site because it is they, before they go. It's to the after site. the site when they're starting, like when they come back and it's raining, and then that's when they end up, you know, doing the nasty. Well, we don't know for hundred percent, but they eh, are sleeping. It definitely seems that way in very close proximity. What I do like, well, it was interesting, and some people laughed in the theater, but you have her asking, you know, "Who's Gene?" Like well, yeah, because obviously he's earlier. doing it in his sleep. He's he's calling for her. Right? Yeah, and you know, and it's it's again, it's. It's allowing the, him to start moving beyond what Gene was. And well, yeah, and at this point, he's starting to see that he could possibly settle down and have a future. Yeah, maybe if, the, if he's maybe mortal, would, maybe it wouldn't be the end of the world. Yeah, and again, um, Yoshida's words before he died ring true to, or ring in his in his mind yeah. for the rest of the movie because of the idea that you know an endless life has no purpose, basically. Right, um, which again is the masterless samurai, yeah. the Ronin, exactly. Which yeah, it really was a good movie. I love this movie, man. Honestly, I, like I'd see this again for sure. Like no, no hesitation. And and the action really was good. The claws look. Uh, actually, we should talk about the claws just for a second because in the last movie, the claws at times looked didn't look good at all. Yeah, I didn't really notice anything wrong with the claws. Like yeah, whenever no, he used them, good. I found like I didn't notice, which was a good thing. Like if I had been drawn to them visually. As something out of the ordinary. Yeah, it's not as much of a spectacle anymore because we're used to them, right? Yeah. Like, whereas in the first uh, X Men, it was it like, was more like holy oh, shit, man! When he pops those claws in the bar and he puts that third one up to that guy's yeah. throat, and it they was do awesome. like the, the the element, like the very pr- primitive CG of kind of showing it come out and everything. Like, yeah, but, but that was because the first time. Now we are used to it. Yeah, it, we only noticed it in Origins because it was shittily done. Yeah, no, that's like, true. It was really bad. Yeah, was it was, it was, I don't know what, what happened there. Like, well, what, it was they... weird because they'd done it fine nine years earlier, but suddenly, you know, they yeah. they, they lost the specs somewhere. It was pretty bad. Brian Singer took them with him. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what happened, but it was pretty awful. But here, like, I didn't notice anything wrong with them. Oh yeah, I thought they did a good job. And again, the blood I thought was cool to mm-hmm. see. Like, I mean, it's not it's not overdone, but no. it's a subtle like. 
a subtle thing and it looks good like it's like okay yeah you know we know he's just stabbed somebody exactly and i think isn't it the night after they sleep together or whatever they do or just canoodling yeah uh, we yeah she gets abducted because isn't that he come he's because he i think he was well sleeping. no it's good because we've you've gone backwards so oh, they had know. dinner they had dinner they sleep together yeah then they go to the like into town or whatever, and that's uh, when he sees the the site. Of I thought they'd already done the. No, they definitely went to see the site before they slept together, because it was after they were at the okay, site. Okay, maybe She's I'm like, mixing up. She was like, "It's, it's it was rain. dinner site." Then they yes. sleep together because okay. she said it's going to rain, and it was and it was after, it was raining outside because they got in and it was wet. Right, and again he wakes up with claws. Yeah, claws pop. The only thing that I thought was kind of weird was they didn't give us a sound for when he retracted his claws. There, no, they they didn't always do that. That's true, but that was just one of those little subtle things. I wouldn't I wouldn't have minded just hearing the no. And in and around this stuff, we are seeing glimpses that you know the Viper Doctor Green is working with Harada, but we don't know how. That's right. Yeah, which is starting to flip around because we saw that Harada was this protector, and and by now we've learned that he he was an ex lover of Mariko's. Right, Um, because he sees a picture in the in the in the house. Yeah, and plus, and this will come back later, but. Uh, Harada was, you know, the the champion archer, and uh, Mariko was a knife thrower. Right, because that comes up later. That's true. Yeah, it does. And and when it did, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> completely forgot about that. Actually, to go back for a second too, during the initial sequence uh, back at the funeral, uh, I liked that Mariko was actually physical, like she was fighting back a little. Yeah, no, she wasn't completely like uh, you know, damsel she, in yeah, distress. Yeah, she was actually she was able to fight back, uh, which. You know, it's something that they didn't often get a chance to do with her in the comic. So I like... She's actually dead in the comic. I don't know if you know that. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. She was engaged... Or I think I knew that, actually. She was engaged to Wolverine for a long time. And then she they was, killed her, right? She got uh, poisoned by puffin fish or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, and she asked Wolverine to kill her. Oh, uh, okay. To put her out of her misery, yeah, basically. Like, I'm going to die. Poor guy never gets a break. He never gets a break. So then he, he killed so her. So he's putting people out of their misery. Yeah, seriously. It was one thing when it was a bear. Another thing when it's the love of your life. Well, and with Jean, obviously. Yeah, I don't know. Because he ended up having to put her down, too. Yeah, he's done that a few times in the comics, too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then... Uh, I can't remember now if it's separate days, but... Yeah, no, you know what it was? Then they end up... Um, somebody comes to the house and says, What's good? Uh, there's a tree that's fallen in the road. That's right. And no, can, can you come again, out? Again, going back, that's before they go to the site, because I think... Oh, you're right. It is before they go to the site. Because Man, we just watched world. the movie. We have no idea what happened. Yeah, well, I mean, it's good. You end up forgetting things. That's why we got to watch it again. This is true. Uh, but yeah, so at some point, they're back in the house, though, anyway. Yeah. It's a separate day. Yeah. And then he, they wake up in the morning, and she's she's gone. She's being, abdu- she's yeah, being abducted. She's being abducted, he so goes, he goes running after her. Yeah, he's able to only get one of the, the guys. Yeah, because there's a, a couple of Yakuza in a, in a car. And, and so uh, he definitely kills one of the Yakuza. Well, yeah. At, at this point, what's that? he throws him out of the car. Yeah. And then, what's that? unfortunately, though, he gets shot in the leg. And he can't keep up, and the car takes off. Yeah. So he turns back to the guy that he's thrown, I don't know how many feet. Yeah. And, which is a great, again, a great sequence for him, because oh, yeah. he doesn't mess around. He, no, to- he, he, he tortures this guy. He does, yeah. And ends up putting his claws through his face, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. We don't see it, but, I mean... You, it actually you... reminds me, at a, at a point earlier in the movie, then he uh, throws the guy into the pool. What do you think? Throws him later, off? That's later on. Is that later still? Mm, yeah, know. because what's it? Uh... Oh, with him and Yukio? That's with him and Yukio because uh, she's already been taken at that point. Okay, right. right? So that's right. she's that's right. she's taken, and then Yukio shows up. 
Yes. Right? Oh yeah, because they have to go confront the the minister because that that's who they found out who hired the yakuza. Right. So she goes, he doesn't know where she's been no. taken. So you and she comes, and, she comes and she's got an idea of where he where she is. Interesting element they added to Yukio is that she seems to have lim- very limited precognition, but they don't use it that often. Yeah, basically they limit it to that she can see people die. Yeah, right. She understands when they're or that she can see when they're gonna die. Just kind of weird. And again, she she makes the uh, statement that she's seen that Wolverine's gonna die with his heart in his hands. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty bold statement. <laughs> it is a statement. Well, I mean, I mean, at some point, so he they go to get the minister. They throw the minister into the who's pool. Uh, Mariko's. Uh, fiance. fiance, yeah, it was and then I think at this well, point, well, and he's also said he's got some uh, some hookers with him. Yes, he does. So it was kind of funny. It was yeah. that, uh, he walks he, in, he, and of course, it's your typical politician that uh, he's wearing you know, red uh, underwear. His little red, red jockeys, yeah, and uh, yeah. And I think that's at this point that uh, the Wolverine guess, interrogates him to find out some information. Yeah, but plus, we also go. Mariko's been delivered to her father, and then gets abducted by the black. Uh, what is it called again? The Black Clan or whatever. Yeah, it was uh, the ninjas. Yeah, yeah. Well, and led, then led by Harada. And well, it turns out that the minister had also like he put out a hit on her, right? To yeah. Get her. He was the one that did. And the, around uh, here, we're, thing. we're figuring out that the reason why this all happened is that uh, Shingen was left out of the will. That's right. And, that's and why Mariko they got the company. Her. Mariko's going to get all the company. Mariko didn't want it. She's confused as to why it even happened that way. Uh, and it and it definitely makes you think that Shingen's going to be a bigger deal. Then he ends up becoming because, but then, and this is where I I got more surprised because I expected in the comic Shingen was the big deal, and he was like kind of the big end boss, right? Whereas in here, you know, Mariko gets abducted from his compound, and then he gets basically part of his face acid from uh, Viper, who has weird mutant powers here, which yeah, she, which she doesn't normally have, and then uh, he ends up putting on part of you know what to me looked more like the Silver Samurai I'm used to, but basically some samurai out gear. Yeah, he put on some samurai armor to try to stop Wolverine. Yeah. And but we're, we're when, skipping a bit ahead. We are. Because Wolverine goes back to the compound. Well, when they get to the compound, he's trying to figure out what's caused yeah. his, his uh, healing factor to disappear. Yeah, so he's able to look inside his body using the same scanners that were checking out uh, Master Yoshida earlier. Yeah. And he finds out that Viper's implanted something on his heart. Yeah, it turns out it's like some sort of little robot. So he decides, I'm going to do surgery on myself because I'm Wolverine. It's what I do. And this is where the illusion of him pulling his heart out. It's yeah. A, Which is kind of a badass sequence. Yeah, well, he ends up like cutting himself open, not knowing whether he can heal or not, right. and, and then sticking ha- his hand into his chest. And while this is trying happening, to pull this thing off his heart, yeah, now you have Shingen, who is in, now in the armor, who's now wearing the, the armor, and he's fighting against uh, Yukio, which was an awesome sequence. Oh, and at this point too, it's a uh, we better point out that actually, what's it? Uh, Mariko was actually at the compound. Oh, it's was a, she? Yeah, because she got abducted though. Well, she got abducted back when she was at the house. She got abducted, brought back to the compound, and then right. abducted from the compound. At the compound is when the, the black ninjas, uh, ninjas was going to come up. Which, to me, I thought was awesome. Now, I, they never called them this, and, but to me, I just thought it was the hand. I mean, in, in the in the comics, the hand is the biggest ninja, the right. commonly used ninjas that are ever in the Marvel Universe yeah. with the hand. And, uh, and that's what I thought these were supposed to be and I think to me I'm always going to call them the hand that's basically what they were yeah and they, they you know they, they strike silently like 
proper ninjas and they yeah that was a cool sequence yeah because they take out everyone and you're kind of like what the fuck and they're doing it slowly too and it's all quiet yeah yeah it's It's kind of a what the fuck moment because you you think you know where you're going with shingen he wants to you know basically kill his daughter or or take her off yeah because he wants the he wants he doesn't want the will to be read and and he's running out of time and then bam here come ninjas led by harada yeah who we'd already thought was the protector of mariko but now is also working with dr green so again i like the idea that you know we don't always know as the audience what's really going on yeah we don't really know at this point like the who's Who's the villain like and like who's the villain really like Like, how complex does it go and so i like that not only is wolverine trying to figure it out but the audience is trying to figure it out themselves Because uh, often, you know, you kind of you kind of see the, the the viewers get to see what's going on before anyone else does. Whereas here, we really have no fucking clue what's happening. Yeah, no, that's true. And I kind of uh, that was one of my things about Skyfall that I really hated was they set up this elaborate like sort of you know cat and mouse that's going to happen like with the computer messages and stuff. Yeah. And then like in the middle of the movie, it's like, oh, here's your villain. Yeah. And I was kind of like, really? Like I was hoping to sit here through the entire movie not knowing what's going to happen, and then mm. at the end, sort of figure it out. Plus, I always thought Skyfall would be a cooler thing because in all the trailers, they'd be like word association. It says Skyfall. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck's that?" Yeah, it turns and out it's just to be his his ancestral right? home. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's boring." And then we have that fucking terrible sequence of like, "Oh, it's fucking Home Alone, James Bond version." But yeah, anyway, we'll get, what's it? That's the first spotlight on Skyfall. <laughs> yeah. Um, where are we now? So, so at this point, we're at the compound. The ninjas have shown up and taken Mariko. Yeah. Wolverine um, does some surgery on himself, yeah, and, and then we have Yukio fighting against uh, Shingen, yeah, who's now in the armor because uh, it's good, uh, yeah, and which then, is cool. And then and, that, and she was really cool too. Like she's awesome. You know, she's like, very. I was surprised how physical those parts were, but yeah, and I don't know how much stunt doubles they used, but it looked flawed, like pretty. Yeah, no, it was great. It was well done. Like and again, it felt like very visceral action that you kind of felt each hit. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It was more a classic sort of action movie, not this over well, the plus, top. Plus, there's no shooting. There was no yeah, guns. Yeah, at this point, it's all sword work, and that's immensely more visually entertaining. Yeah. Instead of just having some guys jumping around with shooting, you know, just unloading into each other. Instead, you have people actually skillfully, you know, trying to avoid being hit and also tag the other person, yeah. which is cool. Bob uh, Wolverine sits on the table trying to do open heart surgery. Yeah, and then he obviously ends up not pulling out his heart, but the little robot. Yeah, and, and then you see him see him start to heal, and then. But again, it was a, it was kind of cool that he he it was like that slow sort of like yeah. his, his heart line like he flatlines. Oh yeah, and then ends up like popping back which at the exact cool. right moment just before Yukio does. Yeah, well, yeah, but again, that's movie. Oh, that's like, classic, classic movie. movie but again, moment, it's right? still badass. Movie. But it was also great because you know he just pops the claws off the table there. Yeah. Right? And he's, you know, he stops the sword, right? which was cool. And, and then, then he gets into the one on one with. Yeah. And he doesn't kill Shingen. No, he doesn't. He ends up leaving it saying that uh, he you tells him. You have to live him, with this. Yeah. He goes, you put a head out on your daughter. Yeah. You, gotta live with you that. tried to kill your daughter. And it's, uh, live with that. Now, Shingen, in a lot of ways, is a little bit more of a pathetic character than I expected. Like, he's still kind of cool, but, like, he, he was a lot more badass in the comic. Yeah, well, I don't know in the comics, but what's it? Like, in this situation, like. He felt like a weird pawn. Like, he. he like, because you have. His his father. Well, you had to give. He had to have that motivation for him to do what he did, right? And that yeah, uh, was because I don't know, it was just kind of odd. Because he he felt a little spineless. Like oh, I didn't get the company. I'm gonna kill my daughter. Like you uh, know. And well, they also mentioned that he had hidden a bunch of um, information from the public, right? Because yes, he done uh, Master Yoshido. It turns out he was building that complex 
in his yeah. hometown and and stockpiling adamantium, which would be expensive. Well, yeah, and plus all the, plummeting the company basically into yeah bad. And so state. his son helped cover it up, and his son thought he'd be rewarded for his loyalty and yeah. for his honor. And then he gets shit on. Instead, he got shit on and, and didn't get the company. And Not like Mandarin got shit on, but what's it? He gets shit on. I had to throw that. That's a whole different type of shit. I had to throw the reference. It's a whole different type of shit there. Um, and I guess up to now, then they they know where to go because there's the come getter. They find the right. Note. They leave the message come getter. So now they're gonna they're gonna go to basically storm this compound. Yeah. And this was a sequence where I was really excited for it in the trailers, and I'm not really sure if I was quite happy with how it went. Yeah. But, but it was kind of weird. I, I did like how um, uh, Harada like attacks him with an arrow, and was like, "Wait a minute, you're healed." Right, yeah, because like, now he's got he's, he's noticeably yeah. and it, oh, it's first it's the sword actually. What's is it? that what it is? Yeah, because remember he walked it, like he dr- he ends up coming in with a motorcycle into that That's town. Right, yeah, and um, he confronts him there, and he uh, he ends up like slashing him with the sword, and he turns around, and of course it heals, and he's like, ah, shit. And I like that. that That's when he signals the uh, the part, Sam, it's part or, of the, or fun. the uh, ninjas. Yeah, it's part of the fun of going on opening day is that everyone it's packed, and so whenever anything happens, everyone reacts. Yeah, so everyone's like. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, because it, it's that badass the, Wolverine moment, right? Plus, the look in Harada's face is like, oh fuck! Yeah, you can tell he's like, oh, I fuck, thought this is not going to be so yeah, easy. Yeah, I thought this is going to be easy. Yeah. Well, and again, it's, it brings back to that X Men moment. Remember where uh, Sabretooth um, gets them in the vehicle there, and he f- first gets up and he cracks his neck, and yeah, you know, he starts right. seeing things heal, which again, it's kind of harkens now, back. I kind of thought we'd see him attacking more of the ninjas as opposed to just getting a lot. Yeah, it's of true. Arrows. I thought it was going to be more of a. He just kind of walked through it. He ends up just saying "fuck this," I'm going after her, and, and too unfortunately, many it was a, they end up keep shooting arrows at him that are on cables, yeah. or ropes, which is kind of a, still a badass moment. Yeah. It was kind of Jesus-like. It was a, in a way, a like he was being like you know he's got all these arrows in his back, yeah. and he's you know being like trying to just pull through, and was True. A, he's got his arms out with the claws out. It's yeah. it kind of interesting, like and uh, then, uh, imagery. Harada dips one in, like, I guess some venom. It was some toxin that, what's her name, uh, probably provided, right? What's and it? how did she provide that, is what I wonder. Uh, well, I guess she puked up a lot of that stuff. Is that stuff. puke? Is it urine? Well, it seemed to be coming out of her mouth. Right? She's like, spitting, spitting a lot stuff, of right? So it's a, it was like a frozen bucket of it that, yeah. that he had. It was weird. It was kind of weird, yeah. It was, she was sort of gross. And then again, once they take him down with this and all the other cables, he's yeah. unconscious again. Yeah, he loses it again, yeah. And uh, I guess he, he wakes up and uh, right next to the now now we see what the actual silver samurai in the movie is going to be. Yeah, it turns out he's an adamantium robot, basically. Yeah, yeah a giant adamantium Which robot. It's kind of cool, actually. I it didn't was, mind it. I, the only thing that I had a problem with was more the fluid movements of a giant heavy robot. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, but again, it's a Japanese giant robot, right? <laughs> I, that means something. Yeah, fuck. Have you seen the, what the Japanese do? Man? I guess it's still adamantium, though. True. It's supposed to be like one of the like. That was my den- only thing was it's like to be one of the that whole metals. thing is out of adamantium. Like that 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 kind of bothered well, me. Well, obviously not because they're able to pierce it later. I guess yeah. There's but, some ju- like junctions, I guess, in it. But I mean, it was, it sort of did bother me that there was that that much adamantium lying around because it was supposed to be so rare, right? How do you get that much adamantium? Yeah, he had a lot of money, I guess. He does so. have a lot of money. He spent all of his fortune getting adamantium. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, at that point we see the silver samurai. And Wolverine's in this elaborate chair that's pinned him down. He can't get out of, and, and uh, Viper come and he's got his costume. wrists in, locked in. Yeah, and Viper start comes in and starts taunting him. So she does, man. Yeah, 
and then it turns out that he ends up popping the claws and then she's like that's exactly what we needed and the, those like things come down on his hands so he can't retract them and the silver samurai gets up yeah. and he's about to cut his claws off which is pretty uh, pretty messed pretty up. crazy yeah and then we get I guess we basically get into a, a whole prolonged sequence because there's a bit of action at this point yeah this is an, Mariko like, it gets into an action sequence Mariko yeah. ends up yeah, was she fighting too? No, Mariko's in the room with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Harada. Harada. Or Harada's trying to explain what's going on. He's trying to explain to her why. And Harada starts to change his mind a little. Yeah, well, he doesn't, he's, like, it's an un, it's not an easy alliance with uh, Viper, right? Because no. he, he's not happy with her, but. No, because he is. He needs her for this purpose. He is honor-bound to protect the family, and that's yeah. basically what he's really about. And she's basically telling him that, you know, he's betrayed the yeah. family. And he, and he's like, yeah, I know, I know, I've, I know Viper's evil. Like, he's not under any yeah. illusions that she's a great But person. at the same time, he, he sees a bigger plan, right? Which yeah. we still don't 100% know And at what's this going point, on. Yukio has broken into the compound. And that's right. Been, yeah, she's followed. And she ends up basically fighting Viper. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, that's she, right. She fights Viper, and and Viper. Wolverine's going on the Silver Samurai. Yeah, which again, I thought that was a little. It was a little hokey just because they fall down a lot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and if it's an it's a bit elaborate, robot, yeah, like uh, and not like, only that, but why didn't it take out more stuff? Like it's yeah, like, 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 like those like platforms seem really pl- stable. Yeah, and they they go through a few and then they stop. Yeah, and I'm like really like yeah, it was a bit like out of the whole movie that last the, action sequence was a yeah. Bit the over third the top. act is when it starts to get on more a little, but it's still not so bad like that. It's you know, and there's not like overdone too much that it's no. It's it, it's a little bit hokey, but you're like, okay, whatever. The rest of the movie was solid. And How did you feel about uh, base about uh, Viper having like the second skin? That was kind of cool. I was wondering what was going on freaking there. Freaking hated it. It was. It was oh, I hated. Like she that. shedded her skin like so, a snake, right? So freaking stupid. I just I don't understand what this character's supposed to be. I just well, that's the only thing that threw me off. Like I was is, like, what is, is her she, motivation? It, like I was like, is she gonna pull this apart? And it turns out there's somebody else under there. Like, I don't know. It was sort of a weird thing to it's just weird throw because in. in the comics she's a, she's a member of Hydra. She's you know a terrorist basically. They made her very lizard like as what well, yeah with, with the, her tongue and the she's way she's a mutant like, here. She secretes things. Well, she, and she's immune to every toxin known to yeah. people. Yeah, it just felt a little strange. Like I think they were playing that off as the lizard sort of thing, right? With the shedding the skin. Just uh, the only thing that bugged me is that there is a comic book character named Husk whose only power is it's that she shed, shed her skin yeah. and that she can make it super hard and then shed it later. Okay, you know, and it just, well, at this point she got cut right, and then she yeah. shed that part of the skin. Like, well, I guess there she is that shed. weird scene where they're walking through the platform and they see all the dead skin on the on the ground. On the platform, yeah, yeah. Again, it didn't really relate. It wasn't necessary to no. do that. I guess they also wanted to make her bald for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, I don't know like, why she needed to be bald. Well, I guess when she said shed that layer of skin, she took all her who hair cares? off. With like, it. Why is that a? Why I think they just thing? tried to make her look more intimidating or something. It was kind she of a just weird felt choice. Weird. She looked like she belonged in Star Trek One. <laughs> yeah, Ilya. She was a was it, uh, a Dalton. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Or like you know, yeah. It just didn't quite look right. Vijer, Vijer needs his creator. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, quick uh, diversion. Uh, did you see any of the uh, information about uh, any of the panels about the Guardians of the Galaxy movie at Comic Con? Nah, man. I'm keeping away from all the spoilers. Just because one of the actresses shaved her head. Oh, really? Oh, that's kind of cool. I think it's one of the ones from Doctor Who. Oh, really? I didn't know. I, that. I don't know if there's a Doctor Who girl actually at all. I maybe completely. You're just making shit up now. I might be making You're shit just up. Randomly but... telling me shit. Yeah. So that I'll believe it. I feel like she's from Doctor Who or something. Okay. I'll have to look that up. Anyway, she's bald now. Okay. Well, we'll talk anyway. She we'll cares get back a lot. To of, she cares a lot about her craft. Well, yeah, you know, it's got Natalie Portman's done it. It's a 
I mean, I gotta admit, I've done it a couple times myself. I did the Picard, right? It's not as shocking. Well, that was. Well, it was for Halloween. It was great. The though, Picard was, was shocking, but you're but, not you're not a woman with long hair. Is my no, it's true. It was, yeah, but being bald is kind of comfortable. I mean, I seriously, all you need is a little bit of soap, and you're done. No, no shampoo. No. Yeah, I'm good. It's good. It's good. I'll Trust take me. my little bit. Of I hair. recommend it. If you haven't done it, do it. No. At some point in your life, you got to shave bald. Just bick it. Just bick it. Just do it. <laughs> like Nike. Anyway. Um, and so in the final sequence, we get the revelation that da, 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 it's not just a robot. Yeah, it turns out it's the old man. He's Which, I mean, I, I honestly didn't really see it coming until later. And I'm like, oh, well, someone's got to be in the suit. You know what? I have to admit, like, when Wolverine was sitting down and the head moved the first time, I wasn't sure how they were going to play it. Like, they downloaded him into it. Like That's what I was wondering. Like, like if, just if it was going to be his body. Like, I thought it was going to be his essence at first. But then it turns out he's actually in there. Which, you know, to be fair, like, we never like we never really saw the body, for sure. Like, we saw him being wheeled out, but... Yeah, you, ju- you just see him wheeled out. Yeah, that's it. You so. know, and he and at that point, I think he was still alive. Like, he was in critical condition. Because I don't think he died yet. Yeah, they didn't really make it 100% clear, and I no. guess that's why. And then the funeral was an open casket. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And I don't know, I'm not... I'm not that well versed in Japanese culture, but I think that was a very traditional Japanese. Yeah, it looked like they're trying to be that they, way. They mentioned too that he was a traditionalist, yeah. right? I'd be interested to hear from someone who what is more versed in Japanese culture to see what they got right and what they what they didn't, because obviously the, the movie does try to be relatively authentic. Yeah, I think and, so. It's good. So I'd just be I, I'd be curious to hear how because obviously we're not Japanese. We're you know we're Canadian. Yeah. Surprise everybody. Spoiler. Oh, we're, we're Canadian and we're not Japanese. But so I mean, we're looking through it through a certain lens of what we would think seems right for Japanese culture, which right. is you know not correct. It's it's through you know an incorrect filter. So I just be yeah, they could have got to, some stuff wrong. Well, yeah, obviously. and I'd just be interested to hear what they really did get. Are you looking up the doctor? Who think I am, it? and we're back to that. That's it. So uh, that's the chick you're talking about. Yes, that's her. Okay, yeah, she was uh, Matt Smith's um, most recent companion that's okay. left. Oh, okay, she's so bald now. A, she's bald now. She which plays is pretty badass. She plays she's... a character named Nebula. Okay, I don't want to know anymore. Well, I'm pretty sure you don't know Nebula. I don't know fucking anything. That's why I, that's I think if you read, uh, I don't want to know. If you read Avengers comics in the late '80s, early '90s, you know who Nebula is. Otherwise, no fucking clue. That's that's good. I don't want to. I'm just saying. Like I remember playing Heroclix, and uh, one of the first sets I got had uh, a Nebula character. I was like, I don't even know who she is, really. And then I went through this period where I read a lot of Avengers comics from the late '80s, and I was like, Holy shit, she's in every freaking comic. There you go. I hated the character. Now you can what's that? Spin that off and go read some Nebula stuff. No thanks. All right. I'm good. All right. Um, so, so were you okay with it being the Master Yoshida? Yeah, I mean, it was good. I think it was, it's better than. Him, it's his essence being in it. That's what I. Yeah. That's where I thought they were going with it. But it's interesting too that they don't really explain how the energy blast, like not the energy blast, like the the, the swords that are of, of of adamantium, charge up. Yeah, they sort of look almost like they get superheated. No, in the comics, it's because, and I believe that uh, Harada, who is the Silver Samurai in the comics, yeah. has the ability to actually charge it. Oh, uh, okay. So it's a mutant power. Whereas here, it, here it looks like it's just being heated, like. By some, yeah, form. Like, it just looks like it's being it's warmed up out of it. Was a little hokey that you had Wolverine trying to activate it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got to remember that I was oh, taught yeah, Japanese years sword, ago you have to hold like, it with two hands. in the forties that I got to hold Japanese swords with two hands, and then it that's activates. what activates it." Yeah, yeah. it was a bit, uh, you know, a little, little, and around this time, is it 
around this time where we have Wolverine actually have his claws. Yeah, he ends up getting one one pair sliced right off, or one. Did not care for that. Yeah, that kind of bugged me that his hand, like they sliced off his claw. It's kind of like like why? It's kind of it reminded me of you know like Iron Man blowing up all his armors. Like why do we have to do yeah, this like, at the yeah, end of the movie? Like, he's already been like he's already lost his uh, healing factor in the movie. Like, I mean, he's got it back now. It just felt like an still, awkward. Yeah thing to do to the character yeah it's like yeah i didn't like that I, I i didn't like it either and then i was hoping it was that, a weird way to do it too just what super tr- like basically heated adamantium i guess heated adamantium heated adamantium can cut so if lady deathstrike had just heated up her like claws yeah exactly it, off, it just felt like an odd choice it was a bit weird i mean and i feels it feels weirder because and i'm gonna go back to the comics for a second in 1993 wolverine lost his adamantium in the comics now this was significant First of all, Magneto ripped it out of his body brutally and savagely. Right, 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 right. But what was more important at the time in the comics is that it was not known that he had claws, like natural claws. Right, yeah, yeah. Because at, at the point. time, um, everyone just assumed that when Weapon X implanted the metal, that they implanted the claws. And they were right. like, oh shit, there's claws, what the fuck? Because they didn't realize he had natural bone claws. Right. So then in the comics, the next month, he pops the bone claws for the first time, there's blood everywhere. And it's, and no one realized that he actually had claws. Yeah. Wolverine himself didn't know because he had a lot of memory shit in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he had memory implants. He didn't know half of his backstory, kind right. of like in the movies. So that was a big revelation. It's not as exciting when you already know that he has the bone claws. Yeah, well, and then they wanted you know, to... Like, like when he loses, when they rip, when they cut off the adamantium, he's able to eventually to pop the bone through... Like I guess. Get well, no, yeah. What happens is they. Uh, well, he, the first set of claws gets cut yeah. off. Yeah. And then he ends up cutting off the second set of claws, but then he starts drilling into these bones. Like I guess he's trying. I guess to, at that point, he's trying to seal his healing factor again, yes, right? Which, which he, I don't know how they're doing it through his. Through the suit, yeah. It was kind of a weird. Kind of like weird. they drilled into his. But I guess it's also to clean it out, so it'd be easier for him to pop the the bone, because like from a. From a like, I guess uh, an understanding perspective, like if he still had the bun, the, like the little parts of his metal claws, because they weren't perfectly cut, like there were still nubs. yeah, there were still nubs there, yeah. So I guess this drill kind of extracted that or got rid of it. Yeah, they so, don't really clarify a hundred percent. I just took it that way, and I, I was okay with it. Yeah, and, well, and I, I assumed that uh, said, uh, the claws were going to regenerate, right? Because yeah. it's it's part of his regeneration. Yeah. So now he has bone claws again. Yeah, that's it. And I, well, we're, uh, we're skipping ahead a bit because they're yes. drilling through that, Sorry, yes. and they're stealing. He's stealing his healing factor, and so we see uh, the master. He uh, becomes young again. Yeah, he becomes. Mortal. Which is kind of weird because, like, why did he become young again, not just immortal? I think that was just a way of, of being able trying to show, to show it visually. Yeah, yeah. Vis- visually, it it doesn't have the same impact. I didn't quite understand it. how that worked either. Like, it was a bit weird. Like, it's it's very I'm stealing weird. your healing factor by drilling into your claws. Your mutant your power. Like, it's not like a. It's a little strange because the other guy doesn't have the X gene. Yeah, exactly. Like, but whatever. I mean, they play a little fast and loose there. But again, they've at that point they've garnered enough goodwill in me as a movie. Absolutely, movie yeah. Door. Well, that's the thing is if you've that, done a good job, yeah. Like, I'm I'll allowed, let a few things slide. I'll, I'll let it go because they've done enough good job with the character and actually telling an interesting story yeah. with some interesting swerves that I'm like, oh, all right, well, I'll, I'll let them have this one. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's you know you've done so well this this far. I'll let a bit of it slide. Like, yeah. if it's, you know. So yeah, and then oh, and I guess we're skipping also that Harada died. <laughs> oh, we're just gonna throw that in there. He That's did, right, yeah, because he, he, he tried to attack the Silver Samurai. Yeah, he right? changed he realized, his mind. He realized, he realized that, that he was out of line. Yeah, that he had started to bring dishonor, and that he had not quite fulfilled his oath because of what um, basically the, the man he 
he had sworn to, you know, uphold his word to, yeah. had basically been perverted by his own. He's desires. just lost it. Yeah, he's yeah, he, he's just trying to become immortal and like, yeah, you know, hold on to everything. And, and then it's it's uh, Mariko who really helps out and killing. Yeah, him. finds a couple of Wolverine's loose claws, which is kind of badass. Yeah, and then ends up throwing them in his head. Actually, there was a, a storyline in the comics where I believe it was the the. the the bone claw Wolverine at one point some of his claws got broken and as I think that uh, Kitty Pride started fa- using them oh, yeah. she had like these broken off claws that she would actually use and like Wolverine's claws kind of badass that's kind of interesting it wasn't long lived but it was an interesting choice to make her edgier yeah well anyways uh, so she throws that at him mm-hmm. which uh, obviously is the healing factor is working for him though because he doesn't die instantly yeah it's being, kind of a weird being, <laughs> like he's got one in his skull basically. yeah and, and then Wolverine goes ape shit on him and starts yeah. pulling apart the suit, and uh, and then he—I guess he, he ends up losing the heat yeah. Factor, they don't which, really play. Uh, it must be connected to the suit somehow. How does that work? You know. And yeah, then, they yeah. didn't really because then he rapidly reages. Yeah, he, yeah, and then he throws him out of the complex, yeah. and and he dies. He dies. That's it. Uh, yeah. Well, and then at that point, we said uh, that's when Wolverine. We see the bone claws too, like full yeah. on. And then what happens after that? We, was, well, then we're just kind of seeing the end. Yeah, then it ends up. That he's so at the, he's at the airport, right? Yeah, Marigo takes over. She's wishing him good. You know. She's like, oh hey, no, we've we've forgotten that he. Uh, does he have one more dream with Jean? He does. He passes out again. Of course he does. But I think that's just before he throws the guy over. No, I think it's after. Because I, I think after because he's standing there. And then he falls he, over? He falls over after. I can't I couldn't remember. Because he has to vanquish the villain first, and then he passes Yeah, out. and then he passes And out. then he has the final dream of Jean, and that's kind of the sad And Jean's one. like, yeah, because she's like, join me. Was join it? me. Yeah, like, you can join me now. And he's like, no. Yeah, he's like, no, I can't. It's it. uh, I gotta, and that's I the big turning point for him as a character. You know, Because he's, he's got a purpose again. He has a purpose again. Yeah, he realizes that he's he can be useful. Yeah, and, and, and that, again, that's interesting, too, because before he was thinking, well, maybe I could have a good life. I could be with a woman. Yeah. And now he's like, no, I have a higher calling. I, I'm a soldier who has to find my war. Yeah. Um. So, he, so we see him at the airport. He's talking to uh, Mariko about what to do next. And she's like, can't you stay? And he's like, I can't. Yeah. I have to go. And uh, so he, he gets, gets on the, the private jet. jet, and Yukio is going to go with him because she's like, "I'm your bodyguard." Yeah, and then we fly, and then that's that's pretty much where it ends. Well, yeah, and then at that point, he, you know, that's good. He, he doesn't clearly decide where he's going. No, he's like, he "Where should says, we let's, go? Let's just get going." He just says, "Up." Yeah, let's go up, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, and then uh, the credits. Then go we on. hit some credits, and then we have a mid-credit sequence. Which is awesome. So it's two years later. Yeah. So we're already jumping. So we don't ahead. know what he's been doing all this time. And we see uh, him back at an airport. And he, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He's asking for the pat down. And as he's doing this, we see uh, on the TV screens they're showing the Trask Industries. Yeah. And we're seeing bits of what look like they're going to be Sentinels, and the idea that they are protecting you, protecting. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's which the, is protecting you from mutants. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's interesting too that no one really makes mention of mutants in the movie. Yeah, the mutants are like yeah they they try to keep it like this. They mention it a few times, but not a few much. times. And they uh, a few things. They say about, what's it, Mister? Uh, what's it, the Mister Yoshida was Yoshida obsessed was, with your was, kind. Yeah, he's obsessed with uh, mutants and trying to figure out you yeah. know which is y- using their abilities to try to. Uh, for sure. Keep himself alive and stuff. Actually, and I, one thing actually I forgot to mention is I did like the scene where when Wolverine finally starts opening up to Mariko about who Jean was. It's like, was she like you? And it's like, you know, kind of, but no. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, what happened to her? And it's like, I, you know, she killed people. 
Yeah, so I had to kill her. And so, then that's also when he sort of, he like, that last sequence, too, like, what's that? he, like, finally sort of figures out that, like, what he did was right. Yeah. Like, like even though he's blaming himself for it, like, you know, he did the right thing. He's coming to the right thing. He's like, you know, you hurt people, Gene. Yeah. Like, I had to do I had to yeah. do what I did to stop Like, you. he finally sort of forgives himself for what he's done as yeah. well. Because he f- realized that he's justified. It was the right thing to do. Everyone, a lot of people, would have, a lot more people would have died. Yeah. Had not been for his actions. Yeah. As much as he's beating himself up for it, for sure. Yeah. So he, you know, he's getting his pat down. He looks down. He sees some metal flying around, and he turns around. And who's there but good old Ian McKellen? Awesome. Saying, you know, I, you know, basically, I need you. I need. Yeah, your help. he needs your help. You yeah. got to join with me. And he's like, Why should I trust you? And then, and, uh, then, and then he says, "What's it? You won't trust me." Yeah, and I knew you wouldn't, or something like that. Yeah. And then everything around him stops. Which is great, and that's and then suddenly wheeling him, wheeling him with the fast. Like honestly, I thought he was. On I'm a pretty sure he's going 20 kilometers an hour. <laughs> he's on that going thing. super fast, but we got <laughs> none other than Charles Xavier himself, Patrick Stewart, and uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome to see him there. Oh, it was wicked to and see everyone, him. And everyone's chair. like, you know, like, well, the greatest thing was that we knew that there was a sequence. Yes. We didn't know what it was, but we no. knew. So we yeah, it was recently like, confirmed. Yeah, so it's a um, obviously we're waiting. But then part of the theater is clearing out. The funny thing is, that it's a, it is mid credit. It is mid. It's actually pretty quick. Like it's not. Yeah. But obviously, a bunch of people are already cleared out, and the lights didn't come up either, which was no. kind of the signal to stay. Yeah, it's very dark. But it was just really awesome to see everybody that was already in the corner, like yeah. leaving, just go, "Oh, oh shit!" Oh, and turn shit. around, yeah, exactly. And they lost it too. Like when you see Xavier, yeah, yeah. and everybody's just like, "Oh, that's wicked!" Because you know, we all know that. If you, uh, X-Men yeah. Future's Past so is coming, right? Something bad is coming. Well, well we know the movie's coming. I don't and then but they this say is leading like, in, which in the, is great. In the scene, they say like something bad is coming. Yeah, absolutely. We need yeah. you. We need yeah. your help. And yeah. obviously... It, it's it, setting up the next one. It asks a lot of questions. I did like the Wolverine's like, how is this even possible? It's like, you're not the only one with gifts. Right, yeah. Which bringing is it back to a the, nice yeah. way to not mention it at all. Like, Well, yeah, because last sure time we saw him, he's dead, right? Yeah, he should be dead. He did. Or he's in a different body. Yeah. Which now he's not. Which unless he killed his twin brother, which also br- brings us to maybe Gene could come back and maybe uh, and also it's at uh, Cyclops. Well, we don't even know what the fuck happened to him. We didn't even see his body. We just saw floating uh, visor yeah. or sunglasses. Well, that's true. So no, it was it definitely was, it was a thrilling. Oh, know, it was just great because it's like we know it's coming. It's going to be awesome. Like yeah, I, I yeah. hope it's awesome. At least I hope it's awesome. Little, I mean, X three was shit overall. But. I'm a little nervous for it, partially because I just I like to. First Glass is a movie that shouldn't have been good because it was like... Well, the, the, nobody had any expectations for it, right? No, it was just but, everybody thought it was going to be bad. No, but it really shouldn't have been good because like it didn't even have a good... like They didn't have a director until like right before filming. Yeah. And it was rushed. And yet, somehow it was really good. Like It had some things that were yeah, It was enjoyable. But, I liked it quite, but quite, it had quite just, a bit. I, I just hope that the new movie doesn't focus too much on the old crowd and gives more to the young crowd. Oh right, you're saying like Cause Cause this is going to be a mix, right? Yeah, because you have, but the thing is too, like you have a lot more of the returning cast members from the old series than the new one. I have a feeling it's going to be more of a sequel to X three, like and know. to this, obviously. or there's an apology to X three, <laughs> the apology, yeah. and plus it's like Star Trek six, the apology. I mean, if it's anything like, I mean, we know that there's two time periods, so it's likely going to involve time travel. If it's anything like Days of Future Past, the comic. It will involve time travel. Okay. So that's exciting to see how they integrate time travel to this mostly pretty grounded universe. Yeah, that's true. And Though, which is getting more stretched out, more a bit more fantasy, right? Like, yeah, no, for sure. Especially, I, I with think the they've Phoenix done a good job. That's for sure. True. I think they've done a good job of keeping it still grounded yet. Yeah. You know, and it will be really interesting how they do Shield. 
I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Now, it's interesting. When Wolverine's in Days of Future Past, bone? No metal? Well, yeah, because it's it. at Unless the, at the end here, metal. he does pop his claws at, in front and they're bone, and they're still just bone. Because I was wondering if they were gonna like, and I wonder what's he been them back on. What's he been doing for two years? Yeah, exactly. Where's and where's uh, where's, where's Yukio? Where's Yukio? Yeah. yeah, she could be around. She could be back in Japan. She's got bored. Yeah, we don't know, and we don't know exactly how like how much of that overlaps. Right? It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. It will definitely be interesting to see how it all works. Now, do you know anything else about Days of Future Past? The I don't comic, know, the man. Comic, the comic. No, I don't know anything about the okay. comic. Really. So, Days of Future Past, the comic. It's gonna be very different. So, I don't even feel bad telling about it. Uh, it was originally that there's a hellish future. It's one of the most famous alternate futures. That oh, okay, yeah, comics. yeah. Was it, was it, is Cable involved in this and no. stuff? No. Uh, he was probably thinking of the thinking TV of the show at Bishop. Yeah, yeah, okay. And Bishop right. is going to be in the movie. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, they've already, okay, that's they've cool. already they've released, like, screen. Yeah, see, that's where shocking. most of my knowledge comes. Not so much from the comics directly, but, like, yeah. from the cartoon series. They adapted Days of Future Past for... Uh, for the cartoon? For the cartoon. Yeah, okay. So in then, the cartoon, okay, then I know somewhat. In the cartoon, Bishop went back in time to stop uh, a traitor from killing Robert Kelly, which has already happened in, right, our, right, right. in, in the movie universe. But uh, in, the, in the comics, it was a little different. It was more uh, in the future, we have an older Wolverine gets actually fried by a sentinel. He's done. He's right, done. right, right. Um, but before that, while that's happening, um, uh, Cyclops' daughter is able to psychically send an adult Kitty Pride's mind into young Kitty Pride's body. And to then... Well, I don't... I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that somehow. The only person they could do that with would be Wolverine, though. Because they're going to the 70s. So I'm wondering if, if we'll have Wolverine's mind and young Wolverine's body. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. Let's, I'm excited for that. that yeah, be cool. I don't want to know anymore. We'll, you, we'll get anyways, there when we the, get there. The, the, that's basically what the comic is about, is averting a catastrophe yeah, yeah, yeah. of some Preventing kind. it before. But it'll be interesting to see how they play this, because we know what takes place in the 70s and whatever the present is. Right. Well, if they're changing something in the 70s, that's changing their entire timeline as opposed to... Well, we don't know how that... that... This form of time travel is going to no, work, we, right? You're right. We don't. I'm making a lot of assumptions based on. Yeah, you are. You are. Whatever. So next thing, Arnold's going to show up and bring the Terminator for Terminator Five. He's going to be in the next one, which is unbelievable. How but. old is that Terminator model? Fuck, man, our model one seventy five. Seriously. Uh, so it was that was I guess most of the discussion of the film. What do you think of the acting? Uh, Hugh Jack. I know, like, uh, what's it? Uh, I read like a quick snippet, like a couple of headlines, and they were saying, like, what's it? He, you know, his acting wasn't all that great. They didn't get let let him do. Like, it mm. wasn't that he, his acting wasn't good, but they didn't let him like have range, I guess, and stuff. But I, yeah, I, I, I thought he did a lot of subtle. What's it? And I, that works for Wolverine. Like, no. I think he, I think he's got the character down. We got to see him be more of an animal in the last one. Yeah, which we didn't need in this one, which no. was good. Like, he, you got to see him is... sort of be. More like sort a of wounded you know, man. Yeah. How do you put the pieces together? Yeah, I mean, Wolverine's always sort of broody and stuff, but I, I thought he did a good job of it. Like a lot of the times, he's just sort of quiet, but you still sort of get a sense of what he's what he what he's about yeah. and what's going on, right? I liked the actress who played Yukio a lot. I really wasn't sure of her at first. Yeah. No, and, she was good. I liked her too. And uh, yeah, and at times, I mean, she plays a good little like sidekick to Wolverine. She there. does, and she's also a badass on her own. Yeah, that's great. the thing I was worried about because I was like, is she still going to be badass, or is she just going to be kind of this weird sidekick? And yeah, she was still able to hold her own. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. And like defending she didn't Wolverine's, need Wolverine's body. help, like, not at all, which was good. Yeah, she was able to hold her own. I really liked the guy who played uh, Harada. 
I thought I guess again I thought he was very physical. I don't know if he did all his stone stunts and all the Oh right, yeah. Uh, all the movement, but like he just he had this certain way of move of moving. Like, yeah, I know he was fluid. good. It's hard to you can't teach that. Like some people just have this gracefulness in their movements, and he had it. Yeah, and that really sold that version of the character. Yeah, no, he was um, good. I even liked the old man. Both yeah. of them actually. No, Shin- Shingen and, and uh, Yoshida were well done. Yeah, and I liked uh, what's her name. I thought it was really well done. At first, like they kept her really quiet. Mariko. Mariko. Yeah, I wasn't sure at first. Yeah, because at first you you think she's just like the Japanese, like very quiet, like that yeah, stereotypical. Which wouldn't be out of the ordinary for what the character was in the comic. I mean, she was kind of at times portrayed as almost too much of a delicate flower. Right. At least when she. At least. When the original Wolverine series was out, that's definitely true. Yeah. So I'm glad that she had a little bit more balls than that. Yeah. And like she able... was also a bit tough. Like, she had yeah. a bit of an edge to her. She wasn't just, you know, oh, I'm over here. Yeah. Kind of and she can defy Wolverine. She wasn't, she a, to- can, she she wasn't can... a total just damsel in distress. Yeah. And she was interesting. So, yeah, all the female characters were, were well-treated, I thought. I wonder if they'll ever revisit her. I mean, they probably won't in Days of Future Past because enough stuff will be Yeah, there'll on. be too much going on. My question, I guess, is if the, if he comes back for another one after uh, Days of Future Past, what do you do next? Like, what do you do? It's true. It's a tough... Uh... I almost feel like you can't go forward because Days of Future Past kind of gives you an end point. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what they're going for. Yeah. He's not getting any younger. No, he's not. I would hate to see him recast. I would hate... Isn't yeah. it crazy... Unless they, unless they wait a long time. It's crazy to think that he was a, he was a, a late decision to recast. Because Doug Ray Scott was busy uh, filming Mission Impossible 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. Doug Ray Scott was supposed to be Wolverine. It was I never forgot supposed about to be that. Jackman. Yeah, that is fucking crazy. Eh? And it was the role of a and, lifetime. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? It he, wasn't Doug Ray Scott's fault. He's owned it. Like, I can't, like, I just can't see anybody else's. I feel bad Wolverine. for Doug Ray Scott, though. He was on Yeah, the, he hasn't done much he was, since. He was the villain in Mission Impossible 2. It, it went way over schedule. And that's why he had to bow out. He didn't do it on... It's not like he right, chose right, right. to. They were filming X-Men. They had to get a replacement because he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it made Hugh Jackman's career. And to be honest, without Hugh Jackman, who knows how well X-Men would have been able to do. Yeah, Hugh Jackman was solid in the first had, X-Men. It had some good actors in it, but really it was grounded by Wolverine. Yeah, and well, he's the central character along with uh, Which Rogue. is a little sad for me. Just because there are so many good X-Men characters. Come and on, I, I wish, dude! It's the Wolverine, man. I, I don't know. For me, as, as he's a great character, I know, but there's just so I many good X Men. There's a lot of good X Men characters that I wish would be able to have more time to to actually become stars. Yeah, no, I hear you. Besides Xavier and Magneto, I mean, Cyclops could have used a little bit more. Like, a lot like, more. Yeah, like he, Poor James be, be, being the being the, the the leader of the team, he didn't get a lot of uh, no. A lot he of just kind of looked like a wuss half the time. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He that kinda... being said, the costumes didn't help. Yeah, no. The first, the the uh, if you go back and watch X Men One, those costumes are really bulky. Yeah, like they slimmed them down for the second one, which I think worked better. But yeah, they were really well. Bulky. His visor looked a lot better in the second one. Oh yeah, that's true. He had that really ugly. In the first looking, one was like, clunky visor. Yeah, like how would you not notice to make fun of this guy in his train station? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, like it was just weird. Yeah. choices. No, that's true. They they slimmed it down nicely in the second one, made it look a little bit more sleek. Yeah, no. This they did go with this sort of traditional, like it covered his ears completely. Yes. So they went for the comic to look a little. Sometimes bit Sometimes you shouldn't. Yeah, and I guess that was one of those. When you look stupid, like giant goggles in your face, maybe you shouldn't do that. Eh, that's good. I mean, yeah, you watch the first one now; it's not quite the. It doesn't hold up. The second one holds up better. The second one does hold up better. I agree. I, again, I should watch Last Stand at some point again. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. See, too, I so. feel like now. Again, this this movie makes a lot of make, makes a lot of it 
more tolerable because we got to have Wolverine have a meaningful Well, it takes journey. the best of what Last Stand was. And, yeah. You know, like. Because to be honest, him staying at the school never really made sense. No, had, yeah, it makes yes, sense that, like, he's. He owed a debt of gratitude to Xavier, uh, I guess. But yeah. Really, what did Xavier really do for him? He got him involved in a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, did he really change his life in a good way? Yeah, that's true. He ended up having to deal with all sorts of yeah, bullshit. Like, like in the comics, like, thanks, def- old man. You fucker. You said you're yeah. gonna help me. <laughs> like in the comics, he got him away from the Canadian government and uh, Department H and Alpha Flight, and he made him a hero. That was another one of those things that pissed me off in Origin that it wasn't the Canadians. It's good. Yeah, that uh, they ended up. It was the Americans. But you know what? In one way, it's like well, fucking Americans making weapons. It makes sense. That's true. Like Canada's not really big on. R&D for weapons. We're not building Wolverines no, we, in our we, backyard. No, we buy old weapons from other people. Like, we would buy... Hey, no, no, come on. We got some new jets, anyway. Did we buy them? Oh, they're new? Yeah. Oh, they're new jets. I remember that whole Harper thing about oh, people yeah. were getting pissed that they spent so much money. We just lost a lot of people. They were like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I'm not Canadian. What's this Canadian politics bullshit, eh? Who's Harper? Let's get back to the maple syrup and drinking beer. Which we did, you did just drink a beer. I did drink a beer while we were drinking this. Drinking while I was drinking this podcast. Uh, yeah. You know, I prefer to drink my podcasts. They go down nice. Yeah, that's where, that's going to be our new format. Is that or your new? Format? Oh my god, that'd be awesome. Just drink it, and you'll know the podcast. Yeah. Instead, or, now you're going to have to listen to this painful. Yeah. Whatever. Or I could have every podcast. I just get. I have a few drinks while I'm doing the podcast. So as it goes on, it just gets a little bit more. We loose. should do one pa- podcast where we're going to get completely loaded. I don't think anyone would listen to that at all. And then we can just talk comics at random. Just be like, if you Wolverine! if you would listen to that, please let us know. Yeah, there you go. It's good. If, <laughs> if, if if you want a drunken episode of just raging alcoholics, <laughs> let us know. That's sad. Any it will be the Tony Stark special. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice. All right. Any final well, thoughts on the movie? Actually, Final thoughts? Let's do like the overall, I guess. Yeah. Right? That's well, it. what would your rating be, I guess? How many claw marks on the... <laughs> How many claw marks? Uh, what's that? Since Wolverine has three claws, let's go I for know. nine. Yeah. That's good. Honestly, I loved it. I, lo- I really like this movie. Like, I, I love the character. Uh, I love the setting. Like, I thought... It just Overall, I thought it was great. It was yeah. well-paced. You know, we got that... We got what we wanted out of that character. Yeah. You know, I got those... You got those touching moments. You got the action. I don't know. I just overall, it's a good package. Plus, you know, it's good when uh, the you know the 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 zinger at the end, the mid credit credit sequence, is just a, an extra. You know, oh, absolutely. It's you a walk out of the top. theater going like fucking a. Here we go, right? You know, we're like, back on track. Yeah, like if you didn't have that, you'd still be like, that's pretty good. Like so there are some movies where like you kind of needed that one last thing to kind of make it better. Yeah. Uh, or in the case of Superman, not make it better. Well, I think in this case too, like the ending is sort of really open-ended well like uh, you know we're going wandering again so having that little credit sequence is a nice little like for sure to lead you into and really they could do a movie in that two years well exactly yeah he could end up in japan like yeah they don't even have to be in japan just he goes yeah it could be anything it could be anything and it could just focus on the two of them yeah who knows what that adventure is yeah no you're absolutely right although how would they find that adventure well he's usually adventure finds him you never know, right? You end up, anyway, that's for and another movie. That, he, he, even here, I mean, he's walking through an airport and he gets accosted by Magneto well, yeah, exactly. yeah. and Xavier. And like, hey, hey buddy. Magneto again. Yeah, he's always around. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, absolutely. Well, you're right. They, maybe that's why they did that two-year thing. Patrick Stewart doesn't age. No, Patrick Stewart except, still looks amazing. Except in Star Trek Nemesis, the oldest he's ever looked. 
It's true, and I that one really threw me off. I don't understand why he looked so old, unless that's what they were I going for. I think that's for. what they were going they for, must have because been. they had the young Because the, there was that whole, I'm aging, I'm aging thing, right? That they but were it just seemed weird, movie. because he looks so good and everything else. It's true, and he sort of looked decrepit in Nemesis a little bit, which he, kind of made me sad. I think it's the point, but yeah, it was, it was just kind of a sad look. Yeah. Whereas Ian McKellen is starting to look his age. Ian McKellen? Yeah, I mean, they're, not, they're all He's, not getting any younger. No, but I mean, I think Stuart holds it better. Yeah, no, Stuart looks good. He just looks younger and more vital. If Patrick's listening, buddy, we got to hang out one day because uh, that's one guy I'd love to hang out for a day. With, yeah, for a day. no, I'd just to be like, you know, I hung out with Patrick. He's Stewart. pretty. He seems like a pretty cool guy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, so being you, a Star Trek fan, I fucking yes. love Kevin Picard. So you give it nine out of ten? Nine out of fucking ten, man. Go see it. I'm gonna go see it again. Honestly, I, I like Iron Man three. I didn't see again in the no. theater. I wouldn't have Superman. I probably wouldn't see again. I actually, I actually really want to see Superman again. I, I was I'd see it but like home video yeah home video fuck I know I'm old Blu-ray <laughs> on the on the Blu-ray yeah I, I you know I yeah I think with Superman I think I want to see it again just because I think I dumped on it a little maybe I was too harsh but I should that's what I said about Iron Man remember yeah that's true or did I end up seeing Iron Man again I don't think you no did. I didn't see it again but I re-evaluated you re-evaluated what we thought after yeah. you listened to the podcast you're like well maybe yeah. Maybe, Maybe I was a little, little harsh. harsh on it, yeah. yeah. But at, at the same time, this is way better than Iron Man. I think I'll give this about an eight and a half. I, it's not quite a nine, just because there were some odd decisions. Mainly, yeah. mainly Viper. I, I did not like the actress. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what's it. No, I not like she was kind of weak. I don't. I haven't seen her in anything else. I don't. She's think. from like she's a they, they for the most part cast on. But yeah, she was. She seems sort of out of the all the entire cast. She was sort of the weakest link. Yeah, because like, everyone else I bought in their roles, she didn't quite. Nail it. For yeah, no, I, I agree. She was a bit weird. Her delivery was a little off, and considering she's basically like one of the main villains, like she yeah. needs to have a bit more of a presence yeah. or a little bit more menacing. And instead, she just kind of looked. She had that look, and maybe that's what they're going for. Like she's very. Sp- the fact that she's called Svetlana doesn't surprise me. Based yeah. on like the, the look at her, I mean, she looks like a Svetlana. That's her real name. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's the actress. Sorry, that's the actress's name. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, like it wasn't. They could have picked someone that had a little bit more presence. I agree. Yeah, but yeah, I think she was the only, the only weak link. Yeah, everybody else was fantastic in it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I would say. That. I mean, for me, the Wolverine character, I, I love Wolverine. So yeah, like that, that you know, not knocks it up there, right? Like I, yeah. I, I give it a nine. It's awesome. Well, I mean. Just because it's Wolverine doesn't always mean everything. I mean, no, no, it's true. Origin was shit. Origin, Origin was, was shit. shit. Even it had a few moments, but overall, yeah, it, the, overall, it was a collection of moments. Like there was a couple of great moments in it, but overall, like just it, a mess. It, yeah, it was a mess. Although I still, I again, I wish they would have explained how Sabretooth became the Sabretooth we know him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how he changed so much, and how Wolverine doesn't remember that, and yeah. them being brothers at all, yeah. which is a very odd decision. Um... But, I mean, they're never going to discuss it. They're never going to reveal yeah, it. Yeah, it's just going to be left. I actually really like Leaf Driver in the role, too, though. Yeah, no, he was good at Saber, too. He was surprisingly was... beefy. Like, they really they bulked him up. Yeah, no, like, he looked good. He, he was actually, like, a physical presence, which I would not have expected. Yeah. So that's our uh, our look at uh, The Wolverine, which yeah. came out today on July. Go see it. July 26th. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very good movie. I'm going again. It was very enjoyable. Uh, unfortunately, my wife wasn't able to come with us or record the podcast. That's why so we'll go again. We'll we got to bring her to the movie, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah no, it was it was good. You should definitely go see it. I mean, I I know that there are some out there who are very wary of Fox 
being involved in the, in yeah, that's true. I've in Marvel movies, that, yeah. and there's a reason for that. I mean, they haven't necessarily had the best track record. Sometimes they change things too did much. Hit and miss. Very X-Men hit and miss. Three origin being yeah, what and it was. I think they did Daredevil too, right? And they did uh, which I liked, but then they also did Electro. They did Daredevil too. I think that they did. Or was that was that MGM? I don't know. I thought Fox did it. Fox there did was it. a Daredevil too. No, Daredevil two, like as well. T-O. Oh, I was like, dude, Sorry. you're fucking with me, man. I don't no, remember no. Daredevil 2. Daredevil as I'm well. I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck said he ain't doing that shit again. Yeah, no, Daredevil as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know a lot of people didn't like Daredevil. I mean, yeah, I do believe, do believe those were Fox movies as well as the Fantastic Four movies. Right, yeah. I so, know, yeah. I mean, those weren't bad. but They no. lost the rights to Fantastic Four now, right? No, they still have them. They're making a new one. Now. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Well, whatever. They, well, lost, they lost Daredevil. Right, okay. So I knew Dare- they lost one of them. So Daredevil's back at Marvel. Which is good. Yeah. Overall, I think Marvel should get their, their properties back. Yeah, well, they're never going to get the X franchise because Fox no, won't let Fox it happen. No, Fox is not. That, that's, now, that, that's one of the most... This, we're, we're done talking about Wolverine, but we can have a brief discussion on X movies because obviously we right. X-Men D- Days of Future Past. So this also, is the bonus content yes. on this podcast. If anybody wants to stop listening now, go ahead. But Don't, don't tell them that. They well, can't... You have to listen to the rest. Well, yeah, if you want to listen to the bonus <laughs> shit, you're going to want to listen. But, if, um, you know. So X-Force has been announced that they're working Oh, really? On. So, and they've, they've Mark Millar, who's the creative consultant for Fox, who's kind of representing Marvel as their, their consultant on their films, he's kind of alluded to the fact that they are intending on having a team of five for X-Force, whatever it ends up being. Okay. I'm scared of X-Force. What's the classic X-Force team? Classic X-Force is Cable. Okay, and a bunch of characters you probably don't know: uh, Cannonball, uh, Sunspot. Basically, the characters that were originally called the New Mutants. Right. They graduated to becoming a, a paramilitary strike force named X Force. Now, okay. in, in modern years, um, Wolverine started up his own X Force, which was basically a Black Ops X Men unit, and okay. they and they would kill people. So it was him, a guy named Warpath, who is a, a Native American, uh, a clone of Wolverine called X Twenty Three. She 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 was in it. Uh, a bunch of others, and then there was oh, is she the one with two claws? Yes, yeah, okay, and, and a toe claw. Oh, there yeah, you go. It's, it's, I didn't know that. For those special situations when a, when a hand just won't be enough, um, and then I think Archangel was on that team, a character named Domino who was originally on the original uh, X Force, and then a couple of years ago there was a much more celebrated X Force team called Uncanny X Force, which was again Wolverine leading a team, and this one had Deadpool on it and a bunch of others, and it was. A quirky, quirky mix, and I'm wondering, maybe they would do Wolverine as part of a X Force or a way to keep the X Men franchise keep going. Oh, yeah. Like there's been speculation that maybe they would just take a bunch of guys from the different versions of X Force and just make it into a movie. It it could work. I mean, it's very different. Some of those secondary um, mutants that we've seen that didn't get a lot of screen time in the other ones. It could be Colossus, maybe or something. He's uh, supposed to have a bigger part in X Men Three. Oh, sorry, or four, Days of Future five, Past, whatever you want to call it, Days of Future Past. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I guess it's like four, but it, it, yeah, Wolverine. Wolverine is its own thing. It, it is, is its, its own, own thing, especially yeah. now that there's two. Like the first one is kind of an X Men movie because they have the X Men Origins, which is weird. Yeah, and I mean, they just sort of should have just called it Wolverine. Yeah, Origins. and they're and they're never gonna do another X Men Origins movie. Yeah, I mean, well, they were talking about right Magneto. Magneto and but basically, X Men First Class is Magneto. Yeah, especially that first half of that movie. Yeah, like, which was cool, man. Which was so badass that, when he goes in that little uh, oh, yeah. village in what was it, uh, Switzerland or something? Or no, no, it was in South America. 
Oh, was it in South America? Yeah, because they told him where to go. He went. He oh, was, right, right, right. right. He, he yeah. meets up with the Germans. And yeah. That, like the, that was awesome. He was badass. Magneto Nazi Hunter is an awesome concept. <laughs> Magneto Hunter. That, that would be a great movie right there. Just Magneto Nazi Hunter. Yeah, which well, we did see. We, we saw 20 minutes of it. So yeah. It was, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, it was, was pretty awesome. I would, I would definitely watch more of it. Um, and then, brief segue, just because. I'm not going to be doing an episode on movies for a while. Okay. Um, obviously, Comic Con happened. They named the Avengers sequel Avengers. Right. Game. Yeah, I saw uh, the title. The Age of Ultron. They've also said that Hank Pym, who created Ultron in the comics, is not going to be in the movie. Okay. So Ultron is not created by Hank Pym. And I'm thinking, you know what? I was talking with uh, Leon earlier today about that. He's like, that's stupid. Why wouldn't they have Pym? And I'm like, when you have Tony Stark, it's harder for Pym to seem relevant. Uh, Pym in the comics is a guy who somehow creates particles that make you go change your size and he's a noted uh, you know biologist and biochemist and he's also creator of the most advanced AI on the planet that's a lot uh, of things well, that's like pretty much Tony Stark and Tony Stark can do the AI and I was thinking well you know, and he created that new element well yes he created the new element plus in the, in the, in the movies there's Jarvis a corrupted Jarvis could be pretty cool if it takes on like a robot form like if Jarvis oh, got yeah, that would be pretty badass I mean it's and, and really Ultron at its core is a robot created inadvertently by a hero who is an Avenger like that oh, if, okay. you, if you All distill right. yeah, 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 yeah. so and I think if you tie it back to Tony especially how many armors just got jumped yeah, you know, and there's a lot of pieces lying off. around. Yes, but there's a lot of pieces lying around from all the ones that didn't actually get the special protocol or whatever that you know that yeah, yeah. whatever that was called. Low up protocol. Yeah, whatever that is. But a lot, but there the were a lot, uh, make it look like fireworks protocol. Yes, Fuck. but there are the, but there were a lot of armors that were already damaged that were part of that protocol. So right. how how easy would it be for them to just have that a corrupted Jarvis AI merging with some of the old armor, gaining sentience and going bad? Yeah, uh, that, that could that could be Ultron. Yeah, it'll be interesting. What's it? I'm looking forward to it. They also announced, of course, Batman or Superman Two or Superman Batman, whatever you want to call it. Basically, it's the Man of Steel yeah. Two, Superman Batman. Yes, not versus. No, we don't know. It's a, but it's basically Man of Steel. You know, that's going to be interesting. Guest star. They're going to pull how they're going to pull that off. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of. And benefit. It'll be really interesting to see who's Batman. The benefit is is that they don't really need to explain who Batman is anymore because no, we, they just. We know who he bring is him now. Yeah. You can just bring in a fully formed Batman. I'm hoping he's a little bit older. I was listening to a few podcasts talking about it. I'm like, I'd be okay with like a, you know, um, uh, John Hamm being Batman, like a slightly older so kind of. You just put out like a casting call right there. Yeah. Actually, I could totally see John Hamm doing him? it. Yeah. He could be an interesting Batman. Like, I could he, totally see that. Yeah. I could see him bulking up a little bit and doing the physicality, but he has the Bruce Wayne part. I think he could pull off. Oh, yeah, totally. He's that, got that broody sort yeah, of Yeah, he's broody and he could pull off a bit of that swagger. I mean, he, on yeah. Mad Men, he's always tormented. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be easy to translate it to Bruce Wayne and actually show the Batman who is a little bit older, a little bit more badass. He's not, you know, the younger version who's pining away over some lost girl. Right, yeah, Instead, yeah. he's the one who's like, no, I'm going to take he's on... He's not the one that's strapping on, like, the, the shit onto no. his knee and kicking instead through fucking walls. No, instead he's the guy who's going to take on the most powerful being in the... In the on the, Well, uh, if it's versus. Well, even if it's not, like, there's got to be some... Come on. Well, there'll be some conflict. When there's two yeah. era heroes, there's always a misunderstanding, and then they take It's going to be a bit of a cockfight, right? It's like, yeah. oh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. So I'm excited to see what that'd be like. Yeah. It was interesting the way that they announced it at Comic-Con because they read a passage from Dark Knight Returns where Batman basically beats up Superman and, and wins. And oh, at the very yeah. end, he's like, I want you to remember this in all your darkest moments, the man who beat you. And so it's interesting that that's the line that they use to introduce the fact that it's 
But then they they later made pains to say we're not doing Dark Knight Returns. We're not going to make it that. But I'm like, well, I don't know how much I believe you because why would you make reference yeah, to that yeah, moment? That's kind of interesting. Um, but I'm excited for it's interesting because that's 2015. So that's Avengers two versus Batman, uh, Superman, Batman. Right, right, yeah, that's right. Like, what else is coming out in 2015? Uh, isn't it Star Wars? That's right. It's fucking. That's it's a huge fucking packed. What? Uh, it's like the 2014 isn't even going to matter. Like, yeah, what's coming out 14? Uh, Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah, well, I'm excited. And Spider Man two. Oh right, and yeah. Spider Man two. So, so Marvel's got uh, two and a half. Two. Well, two two of their own and one of one that's Sony. Oh right, yeah, and yeah. Days of Future Past next year. Shit, man, it's like so that's it's already Marvel. Yeah, it's a lot madness. of Marvel. Yeah, but then the next year it's getting a little bit more complicated. Then it's balls out. I gotta give credit to uh, to DC though. I mean, as much as everyone thought they were going to announce Justice League, uh, Superman Batman is much more of a put your cock on the table kind of move. Yeah, no, it's good. because like Justice League it is ballsy. Because Justice League is, it would be it's harder to do. Plus, you have a lot of characters and it's harder to sell people. I I, I feel like Justice League would be too hokey, like. Well, again, it'd be without establishing the characters prior. Well, there was reports originally that they were going to announce that they were going to do 2015 Superman, Batman, 2016 yeah. Flash, and 2017 Justice League, and then they only officially announced Superman, Batman, but they're still unofficially. Yeah, it could happen. I guess. So obviously. I'm surprised that Wonder Woman isn't getting her own fucking movie. Well, I mean, poor woman. Like the like, she's the she is the yeah, most. Yeah, it's recog- a tough character to do. She's the most recognizable and the most well known female superhero. You don't want a fucking Catwoman version of uh, no, you Wonder don't. Woman, but right? she but... is the most well known su- female superhero. Yeah, you're right. Name I love one, the DC universe. No, even Marvel. Like, who's more well known? No one. Yeah, you're right. Wonder Woman is like she's a, got she's cachet. up there with all the all, yeah. All part the... of it's also like she's been around like seventy years. Plus, she yeah. had a TV series that, although not very that true. good, is still extremely important well, for its culture. I mean, yeah, well, it was what it, it was. It was strange. It's like the Incredible Hulk, you look at yeah. it now, it's kind of like yeah. yeah. And a lot of people know Hulk because of that and nothing yeah. else. But it was good um, for its time. So it's just interesting that they would go with Flash. Yeah, he's one of the more like less and recognizable. I'm I sure guess. they'll recast they'll, again. He had a TV series, right? They did. With John Walsh's ship, who's the dad on Dawson's Creek, he was uh, he was the Flash. Oh, really? Uh, it's it'll be interesting to see what they do with like Green Lantern if they're gonna do a new Hal Jordan or just say Hal's up in space. Instead, we have John Stewart, who people know from watching Justice League the cartoon, the Black. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't need yeah, it to be I Hal. forgot about uh, Green Lantern. He doesn't need to be Hal Jordan. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it could, it could be, be anyone. Yeah, it makes sense not to do an Aquaman movie on his own because <laughs> <laughs> oh, the jokes. Well, I mean, because that's brutal to do. I mean, that's he's hard. He's Let a hard jump hero. on my seahorse. Okay, yeah. I should I should give you. There's a the a new badass 50, Aquaman. Yeah, in the new Fifty Two, they made him kind of badass. Like nice. the first issues, they make jokes about him. Like they these guys are in this car and they're like I think it was like a bank robbery and they're going towards Aquaman and they're like is that Aquaman like they don't take him seriously at all and he points his trident at this vehicle and basically grabs the entire vehicle and flips it nice trident like there's the idea that he is badass if you want him to be <laughs> yeah and if you want him to be cool in the last two years of the DC comics have been about making Aquaman cool but often they make fun of him in the comic like yeah, well, he's an easy character to make humans fun. will make fun of it's just weird that Actually, Nate had mentioned this in a prior Book of the Month episode. He was like, it's weird to be reading a comic where we get the joke. We get that he's kind of lame in pop culture. But you have characters in the DC Universe making fun of him. And they're like, 
I don't think that would happen. He's still oh, a super yeah. strong That's you know, true, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's part of the Justice League, and you're making fun of him at like a diner, being like, "Why are you eating fish? Isn't that weird for you?" Like, yeah. it's just an odd decision. But anyway, I feel like you know you maybe don't do that to a superhero. That's true. Otherwise, yeah. maybe he'll beat the shit out of you. He could go Wolverine postal on you. Well, exactly. You never know. Anyways, I guess that's been my my divergence. Yeah, no, um, that was good. I didn't get to read anything about the Amazing Spider-Man footage, but I guess they had some stuff from Electro. Right, what's the name's Electro, right? Jamie, Jamie Foxx, Fox. and then you have Paul Giamatti as Rhino, and there's rumors that Green Goblin's in there. Right, because of the whole... Maybe she'll die. Stacy. Well, because they kept having that... Sh- the, they showed By shots. By the way, I still gotta watch the first one. And I fell that... asleep when I, we were watching Not it, because right? you didn't like the movie, but no, because I you were tired. Legitimately exhausted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for that movie. I, honestly, I just wanted to die, which is horrible. But like, <laughs> but it's I, such an iconic movie. I love the character, but I feel like you can't kill her in a third movie and have it mean the same. Yeah, I There's something that. about making it the Empire Strikes Back movie. Well, yeah. yeah you yeah. know? I mean, there's a reason why people like that version of the trilogy. Where we have the second is the darkest one, where you leave off with, like, what the hell is going to happen Yeah, next? yeah. And, and leaving your... You can't leave a character more hopeless than killing off their romantic interest. Yeah. I don't know if you heard, but like they, they shot scenes with the Mary Jane character, and they've actually excised them from the movie. They're going to put her in the new movie, in the third one instead. Oh, really? They shot scenes for her in the second, and they realized that it didn't fit. It, and that, Which well, makes me think that maybe they will kill her, because if you're going to kill Gwen, you can't right. really introduce the new love interest writer like, in the yeah, same yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it'll be interesting to see how they play that. And maybe she dies, and we don't get to see him even fight the Green Goblin. We just have her die. True. And then you pick up... It could be like a to be continued. In yeah, why not? Yeah. Like, I would totally watch that. And I hope what I get from the thing that, is too is that that doesn't happen a lot in movies where no. it's like that pure sort of to, to be continued. It happened with Back to the Harry, Future, Harry Potter, Back to the Future, Back to the Future. Yeah. Plus, it makes me think of like when I watched Dark Knight Rises. We won't have to go into why you didn't like that, but um, one thing I wanted more than anything was to have the back broken, and right. because of the body armor, you don't get the same visceral reaction you get in the comic. Because in the comic, he didn't really have a lot of bulky okay. armor he's almost like tight so when he breaks him over his knee you feel this very guttural like holy crap he broke his back right, whereas right. in the movie you kind of got that but you didn't hear a snap no I hear you yeah, because they had to put him back together somehow and it was already going to be loosey goosey which is why I would say yeah so I would have liked that almost to have been the end but I remember hoping for that because I was hoping like it would shock the audience because I know what I'm getting because I yeah. know the character but uh, I was Some people seem to that's it. I know Jason was like oh, scene was amazing and so It was still good. I guess it, it, got just, to some people. it wasn't quite what I what I thought we were gonna get. So I I'm personally ho- I thought it was like kinda hokey. So I'm hoping the death of Gwen Stacy is that same kind of moment where people who don't know comic books holy like, shit moment. Holy, what the fuck? Yeah. Like I, I, I the character isn't icon- isn't as iconic in any way, but I in Dark Knight I felt that way when they killed off Rachel. I honestly didn't think they were going to kill her off. No, I was surprised, actually. Because when they happened, I was like, shit, they actually killed the romantic interest. Unfortunately, yeah. he whines a lot, a lot about it for the next movie and a half. But, I mean, I... And I like this, the way they did that scene, too, because once had, um, he walks in, yeah. and you hear him over the radio... Yeah, and just the way they played that, and then what's his name just losing it, like no fuck, why are you saving me? Yeah, it was you're great. not supposed like, to come get me. Yeah, it was that was a great. And her scene. trying to be like, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, all right. it's all yeah. right. Yeah, no, like that scene that was surprised scene. me. It wasn't something I expected, and I enjoyed it. It was more. dark. And it, it was, was well dark. Done. It was dark. It was well done, and again, it was a surprise. Yeah. So uh, now Gwen Stacy, obviously, everyone knows she's meant to die. But still, there's people who don't know that. I was going to say, there's probably a lot of people that don't know. You know, and there, and a lot of people were surprised, you know, when... There was, there's probably a lot of people that have only seen... Seen the first three movies. Like, I, I don't know, like, 
I don't know that much about all the comics versions mm. of everything either, right? Like, I, I know mm. through you a lot of the stuff. True. And, like, I did watch the cartoons and stuff as yeah. a kid, so I know Interesting a bit, side note on Gwen Stacy. She did not ever... She appeared in one episode of the 90s animated series. Oh, and, yeah? And originally, when they were breaking it out, they are like, we can't have Gwen Stacy in here because we don't want people to fall in love with a character who has to die. So, which is interesting that they ended up ever using her in a movie. Because oh, again, the character's meant to die. Like they felt like if we're going to use her in, in the animated series, we have to get rid of her at some point. Otherwise, we're not really being as true to the characters. Um, so it's, that kind of that's kind of a shitty legacy in a way, right? Yeah, it's like you have to die. Kind of, but I mean, it's that's the fate. But of the that character. is that is her. Yeah, and that's her part she plays. That, so, that brings meaning to her existence. Which kind, is kind of, of funny. sad. But so the one episode she did show up in was they were do, it was the last two episodes of the series and they were going through alternate realities. Uh, so there was a reality where she was married to a wealthy version of Peter who had become like you know a wealthy businessman using his his smarts to actually you know have science yeah, projects yeah. and things he could sell. And so that was the only time she ever showed up. So when they announced her for the movie, I was like, holy shit, we're actually going to get Gwen, not the version we got in the Spider-Man Three, which was a model and. More like MJ. Right, right, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't even really talk to her much. No, she was more of an MJ character than a, yeah. an actual Gwen, which was always sad to me. Yeah. Because Gwen is such a great legacy besides dying. Well, that was which one again? Was that? Spider-Man 3, she's played by Three, Bryce Dallas right, Howard. Yeah, yeah. Ron Howard's, shit, Ron Howard's yeah, that daughter. Was, that was a disappointment. Again, it was weird that we had a redhead, uh, sorry, a redhead playing as a blonde. Where like it was just it was that was an odd one because Kirsten Dunst wasn't a redhead, but Bryce Dallas Howard was a redhead. Oh but, right, right, right. Like it was just weird timing. And in this case, choice. what's her name is actually blonde, right? She's actually blonde, but she's but more she, well known professionally. She's no, well, yeah, as a redhead. Kind of funny. She looks good as a redhead. Like she looks natural as a redhead. Like you, I yeah. honestly didn't realize that wasn't real. Yeah, that's kind of funny. A bit of a surprise. Any other co- comic movie stuff that you want to discuss? While we're what, what other uh, what what else is coming out? So the next two thousand fourteen is like Marvel Madness. Yes. And then fifteen is like the the blockbuster. There are off. Marvel movies coming out in sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen, but we don't know what they are. Yeah, they yeah. have staked out. Obviously, I'm sure they got stuff lined up. Yeah, but. they've staked out claims for the first weekend of each May or whatever. Uh, Thor's coming out at the end of this year. In, That's right. Yeah, I'm looking in, forward to that. In actually. November, which is kind of an odd. Well, decision. didn't the first one come out? No, no, the first one came out in uh, in May because it came out the same summer oh, as right. Captain America. Right, right, and, and Cap came out like September, Wait, October. Am I right about that? No, I am right. Okay, or no, Cap was a summer. Movie. Cap was like July. Yeah, that's right. So it's just weird that this one's coming in November. I don't really know what that's about. Feels all right to me. That's good. I, I, I'm looking it's, forward to it. It's going to be up against like The Hobbit and. Yeah, fuck stuff. the Hobbit. It's like the first one sucked. Fuck the Hobbit. Seriously, that's a weird porn right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it probably exists, but yeah, no, the first one sucked. That 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 that, that was a stupid move making it three movies. Yeah, it just feels like it's like I don't even want to see the second one. No, the first one was so stretched out. Just like we're walking, we're walking, elaborate action sequences. I haven't seen but, that actually. Oh fuck it, don't bother. No, the first trilogy is so much better. No, that's probably true. But anyway, so yeah, Thor comes out this year. And not then, excited about the Hobbit two at all. Are you excited about Thor? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because again, that one I was. I think they're going to kill Natalie the, Portman. Be interesting. That's it. Uh, I love Natalie Portman. I know, but I think I it's an, it's an interesting choice to bring her to Asgard. But, but cool yeah. choice. No, it, it's it's going to be kind of neat. I just feel like she has to die in some ways. I don't know why. <laughs> She's quite. <laughs> She's going to say now for him. But yeah, no, I'm excited for Thor. Like because uh, when the first Thor came out. 
I was a bit like, oh man, how are they going to do this? That's a tough character. Again, it's like a god. Yeah. Right? But I thought that, again, they nailed it. Like, they, they did but a then good job. They of... do what they do with a lot of these Marvel movies. They leave them in a weird spot. Well, because yeah, the only the thing there was. damaged. The... How does he get to Earth? Like, they yeah, keep... they didn't really. It's in the... Avengers, he just shows up. Yeah, well, it's, it's a... kind of like an Iron we Man. We have to get Odin to do some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because in, in Iron Man 3, he gets rid of all his armors. Well, we know he's going to be an Iron Man in the next Avengers. So. And, and we know it's. What's his name, right? It's, 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 yeah. it's uh, He's Robert signed Downey. for Avengers 2 and 3. Okay, that's good. So at least he'll be in the trailer. I know they sort of left, like, he, we weren't sure for a bit. At first, yeah. And they definitely played coy about it. Yeah. And then also, I mean, because they've now named the next Avengers movie as the Age of Ultron, uh, looks like there's there's no room for Thanos, so yeah. he's got to be in the third of the trilogy. Number, number three. Which makes sense, because he should be the last and biggest thing you do. Because they're probably not going to make an Avengers 4. And, or uh, if they do, a, they won't have the original cast. And I mentioned S.H.I.E.L.D. earlier as well. It's a, that's the, the TV show, It's yeah. coming out in September. Which, just, I, which is going to be interesting. I'm we really should at some point find out more about Coulson's resurrection. Yeah, they've also yeah. confirmed that uh, Kobe Smulders is in the pilot. Yeah, sweet, that's so, awesome. I mean, so, that makes me happy. So hopefully she'll be able to make appearances here and there. Obviously she's busy with how much her mother. Yeah, but that's but it is in its last year. Finally. So she could make appearances next year. Yeah, no, that's great. That's good. I'm really happy she's in the in the uh, in the pilot. That's yeah, awesome. no, for sure. I mean, it's gonna be interesting how they toe the line because you know doing its own thing, but also being part of a greater universe. Yeah, well, and I'm you just hoping that, I'm more. hoping that they're gonna like they're gonna well, it's like for example, okay, Buffy Angel, right? Yeah, the first season of Angel was awesome because you had those crossovers with Buffy, and then they did a few crossovers later on with Faith and stuff, but Plus, Buffy never showed up again in the, the no, rest of the series. They had thematic crossovers where they yeah. have like the Boxer Rebellion, where they yeah. show pieces of the same event. But right, right, right. But what I liked about those types of episodes is you you didn't never felt like you were missing anything. You just saw some things from a slightly different angle. Well, and then seeing both together gave you a better perspective yeah, you, you on the Yeah, you saw whole the whole picture, but you didn't have to watch both. But I'm just hoping there's going to be that kind of stuff. Like, what's it? like I'm hoping they're going to set up the movies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wouldn't mind having a little reference it's, to Thor. It's a difficult balance. It, it is, but like I still want that in there because mm-hmm. it, you, I want it to feel like it's a part of the universe. And that's what's so great about this Marvel universe is that they keep setting up the, the other pieces. That's true. Right? And, and I'm really hoping that the S.H.I.E.L.D. sticks to that. I'm interesting. It'll be interesting to see how Captain America functions because that's a very S.H.I.E.L.D.-heavy movie. Because yeah, they, yeah. they've said that that's going to be a little bit more like a spy. Right, 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 right. Which lends itself to you know Captain. America. That's the other thing too that I, like I like about the Marvel movies is that like you get a different feel for like with each one, right? Mm-hmm. Like oh for sure. Like again, I loved uh, the first Cap because it was that World War Two history thing, I right? Loved like, it, yeah. Which was fucking great, and just you know, and they got the perfect director for that with that the they look. Did. Oh yeah, right. What's it? Uh, the Rocketeer guy, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, that was awesome because like he totally had that futuristic like look, but still you know the past and like mm-hmm. it was just a great blend. Guardians. And like again, this one like Wolverine, it's just got that dark sort of tone. That For like, sure. like you know, even the credits at the end, very like simple. Uh, again, the Japanese what's it? They're the, the taking from the the great, culture, yeah. right? Which was great. Like I, sure. that poster, honestly, I'm gonna get that poster and hang it up. That's a piece of art, man. I think you do have to. Yeah, uh, the I big, fucking love that. Poster. The biggest question mark next year is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that will be interesting is to see if people can. Work? Is it going to go too far, or if it is like I don't know because it is it is a weird sort of concept in yes. like compared in, to the rest. 2015 also has Ant Man. Oh, I didn't know about that. Talk about a I, I knew we were to, like he was possibly he, coming he's, up. Right? He's part of Phase Three. Yeah. So who knows what else is going to be part of Phase Three? I'm hoping Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. There's been a lot of talk that it, you know it's going to happen. Though they wanted to. Who's going to be part of Phase Three? Is it going to be more sequels or is it going to be new characters? 
I almost think that they're gonna have to spin off to like some more characters. I hope so. I mean, the new, the next Avengers movie does have two new characters. Okay. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Okay. And Quicksilver is also in X Men: Days of Future Past. Ah, fuck! I see. I like that they're working Days of like or the X Men into into this too. They can't. See, it's interesting because because they can't do it to 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 full extent. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, I think, are are two of the only characters that you could do that with. Yeah, you can't do Wolverine. They first showed up in the X Men, but they're long-standing Avengers since 1965. So they technically belong to both. But you can't mention mutants when you talk about Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. You can't mention their father. Ah, okay. But and I don't know why in X Men: Days of Future Past they're using Quicksilver but not Scarlet Witch. So, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So in, I, I got faith in Marvel to so do things right. It'll be interesting, in Days of Future Past, will they reference Quicksilver being Magneto's son? Or not? Right, right. You know, and at this point, Magneto's pretty freaking old. So, I mean... Well, that's the other thing that's so weird about these things, right? Is, like, because it takes place in real time, they've well, got to adjust things, right? Yeah. Like, even, for example, in well, the techni- Wolverine. Well, technically not real-time, because the well, original X-Men... Time, but, yeah. What did the original X-Men one say? Some, it's in the near future. Right, okay. It was yeah. always in the near future. That's true, yeah. So, but, right. you no, know, it does make it more problematic. Yeah, and you got to, like... Well, and again, it had to be the grandfather to get that World War II yeah. aspect in there. Which is going to be really weird. Like, I was thinking how about that the other... Am, how old is Magneto supposed to be now? Because well, I was thinking about that, is eventually that aspect of, of Magneto is going to have to be gone. Well, in the comics, there's always a workaround, because he's been de-aged so many times, or put in different bodies, but you can't do that in, in movies. Yeah, like, that, like I just wonder how that, that's going to, like... Even, like, let's say, like, 30 years from now, like, the World War, the World well, War already, II... Already, already it's too much. Because yeah. It, let's say he's... he's so old, then, Let's right? say he's like, 14 and 44, and that means he's born in 30. That means he's already 83. Yeah. So, and, uh, like, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, for whatever reason it came to mind. And mm-hmm. it is kind of weird, because it's such a, such a solid piece of his... That is with, with Cap, it works because you got that long yeah. period of It's interesting sleep. that it wasn't part of his history until about 1981 or 82. Oh, really? Okay. Like, for tw- like 20 good years, he was just a megalomaniacal villain. And then, and then they Chris, added that to, like... Chris Claremont decided to give him some background, which originally had him... him and uh, They added that he was a Holocaust survivor, and they also had... Uh, showing him hunting down Nazis and at some point teaming up with uh, with Xavier doing that kind of thing. Oh, okay. So it it is strange the the farther away, like with Captain America, that because he's a man at a time and you get to revive him with a right because he's just sleeping anyway. Yeah, like having and the ha- longer it goes, the more of an impact it is yeah. on him. Like the Howard Stark stuff. Well, that's a little bit more of a stretch. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, how old is Howard? Like, because Tony, well, he's not young. Well, I guess, that's why I guess it worked for now, no? Like, it works like, for now, yeah. Right, like, and but, I guess that's why they put it in there, But too. you didn't need Howard there, either. Like, you Howard didn't Stark need to, but... It was never part of Captain America's It was kind of cool, though. It was a great great thing to see. I, I thought that was kind of neat to, like, pull it together, even though it wasn't... What's his name? Like, yeah. kind of... Like, uh... Yeah. From yeah. Mad Men, right? Slattery? Yeah. What's that? John Slattery? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. it. Uh, one thing uh, that I was thinking of uh, in a previous episode, I was talking about there was an alternate version of Iron Man where they they tied his origin into the Hulk instead. So instead of him being in a war torn area and that's where he got the shrapnel, instead he a terrorist organization takes over his, one of his facilities where a gamma bomb is being housed. They get Banner. Banner was working with them, but he thought they were going to deactivate the bomb, but instead they were using him to to activate the bomb. Anyways, Banner ends up going 
you know, blows up with this bomb, turns into the Hulk. Tony Stark's on his way to the facility to find out what the hell's going on. And then Hulk throws something at, like, the helicopter goes down and gets all the shrapnel. And he goes into one of his old facilities and finds an old bo- the armor he had originally built. His best friend had test piloted it and it had killed him. So, uh, okay. so he had shelved it, mothballed it. So the idea is that, like, can someone that killed my best friend save my life yeah. now that I'm about to die? And I always like the idea of putting those origins together. It, yeah, that's kind you know, of I mean, obviously in the movies they didn't have to, and they could just do the wartime thing, and it worked out quite well. But there are other ways to do Iron Man's origin if they ever needed to. Well, them. yeah, the terrorist thing is sort of prevalent these days. Especially so, more so now. It's interesting because that, that comic was in 1996. When that oh yeah right yeah right, right. But that's not a like that was a it's interesting now it seems much post, more uh, post two thousand one yeah, yeah post two thousand one that's much more of a like that would totally be something that you could yeah. be very believable and you would buy into it immediately yeah so anyways I guess we prattled on for at least half an hour on movies yeah no it's a, the sort of the, the uh, what's it what's to come yeah part of the uh, podcast yeah because I think this is the last movie spotlight I'm doing for the summer so I, I don't really that's it. Um, yeah, well, I don't... You're going to wait till Thor for the next one? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. i got to wait that long to be a part I of the next so. podcast? I might do one for Kick-Ass, I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, that comes out in a couple of weeks, actually, but there's been no fanfare. Yeah, it's been really low-key. Very low-key. Well, the biggest thing, I guess, is Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey saying he's not going to... Oh, I don't approve of this message anymore. Which I get, but like... What the fuck? Why'd you do it in the first place, yeah, then? Well, I... I love Jim Carrey, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but still, that's kind of dumb. He's not a guy. Yeah, it's a bit fucking weird. Who's uh, I know D- Dumb and Dumber Two got confirmed too. Yeah, but he's not in it, is he? Yeah, yeah no, 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 he's, he's, he's in it. Yeah, I, which I'm hoping is going to be fantastic because I love Dumb and Dumber One. I do like Tiff Daniels. I fucking Dumb, Dumb and Dumber One is in my top ten of like really. Oh, absolutely, I fucking love that movie. It's interesting because Jeff Daniels is regarded re- relatively as a serious actor now. <laughs> I know, right? Especially because <laughs> he's, he's such an idiot. Like he's on like the newsroom and stuff. And yeah. He's actually an interesting guy. We hear him in interviews. Yeah. Like he's he's so not a Hollywood guy. He's, no, he does, does not at all. Yet one of the mo- things he's most well known for is his Dumb and Dumber. His most mo- one of the most ridiculous movies you can imagine. Well, yeah, and, he, and he's such an idiot in that movie. Yeah, like he's just so like he's well, like a, they, he's pretty much a drooling idiot. Like, yeah, whereas Jim Carrey doesn't feel like he's acting that far out of what he could. Be. What's more in his range, I guess. Yeah, it's more in his range. Where and Jim it was Daniels. one of his earlier things too, right? For so. sure. Have they confirmed when the next Tron's coming out yet, or are they still doing that? Uh, I haven't heard anything about the new Tron yet. It said. Uh, I, I, listen I to hope the, there's another one. I uh, listen to the soundtrack a lot for Tron Legacy. And fuck, I, I loved Legacy. I know a lot of people were like, eh, it was it, but I, I liked it a lot. It had a lot of atmosphere. Yeah, uh, well, well, again, it was that visual. The music was brilliant. Like the, it, it was a visual experience, was it? but that's what I was expecting from it. You know mm. what I mean? Like it, The story wasn't as... Yeah. Like It wasn't as epic or anything, but like it was... It was pretty epic. It was a decent story. Like, I it was kind of cool. Lot. I would... Uh, I need to watch well, it. Well, and, and the third one, it, like, it, again... Uh, Legacy was also sort of a remake of. It's like, look at what we can do now. That yeah, could... but I like that it was different enough. Like there were it was obvious, dr- it was different enough. That obvious was, homages, yeah. but I mean the fact that. But that... at the same time, they had to go into the computer, right? Like, whereas yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they can take it because now they brought that chick from the computer, right? So That's and she's right. in the real world. What's her name again? Uh shit! Is I can't remember the character. Cor- yeah, I think so. I think so. But yeah, anyway, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, for but. sure. All right, well, that wraps up two hours and 12 minutes. Jesus Christ. It is one. If you're still listening to this, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Drink some whiskey and uh, (laughs) And, keep going. And, you know, mercy Calabar.
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you do, right? Uh, that's what I'm planning to do. And then tonight. stick an arrow through some jackasses. It's, it, it's, uh, it's only one twenty-five in the morning now. Yeah, I only have to work in about seven and a half hours. Fuck, that sucks. Whatever. So it's good when the uh, the the Argos won the Grey Cup. That's it. I was out till four a.m. and at my desk at seven. So are you serious? Yeah, man. It was What's awesome. wrong with you? It happens. You insane man. You don't win the fucking hundredth Grey Cup. By the way, for those non, I was going to say they don't know what's happening unless they watch. That's like the Super Bowl. Yeah, unless they watch How Much Your Mother, they have no freaking clue what the Grey Cup is. Great reference. It's the CFL's. uh, It's the Super Bowl of of the CFL, which is the Canadian Football League, which is how much is like the NFL, but not what's that? uh, How many teams are in the CFL? We have three downs, and what's that? How many teams? There's eight teams in the CFL currently. Nine next year. Sorry, that there's a new one next year. Yeah, Ottawa's coming back, motherfucker. Now we're going into like (laughs) the CFL. It's awesome. This this is what this podcast is all about. I was talking with just uh, going to random stuff. I was mentioning with Paul in a previous episode that it really should have been called Comic Tangents. Yeah, there you go. Because you could rename it, maybe. Uh, I don't know. That's well, it. After episode 100? Which oh, 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 you mentioned it now. Uh, you gotta, now you got to explain. Which, by the way, episode 100... So after episode 99, we're taking a brief hiatus until I can get basically someone to come over and do episode 100 with me. Which I'll be like, here. Sounds sad, but like originally... You may know me from such podcasts as... For sure. Originally, we were going to have Paul and Nate on the episode and maybe some others... Like yourself, Tibor. But unfortunately, scheduling is proving to be an issue. So it'll come out soon, hopefully. I mean, the next Talking Heroclix episode has to come after it. And that's August 21st. So I've got some time. All right. Well, we'll get it sorted. I've got three weeks for episode 100 to come out. Nice. And uh, in the meantime, I will be relaxing in my house. 100, I think we should have some drinks. And maybe get a little silly. Get a little... Ooh, it is comic shenanigans. It is shenanigans. Ooh, I actually like the sound of that. Yeah, I think it's good. We were talking about that earlier, so that's good. For sure. 100 might have to have some drinks involved. I, I might be okay with that. All right. It might, it might get a little a little silly in here. It might get a little shenanigans. All right, well, Tibor, thank you for being on the show. No problem, anytime. And uh, for those who are listening, you can uh, feel free to post in our HG Realm with the Red on the episode what you like, what you didn't. Um, your own thoughts about the movies that are coming you up. You like me, honestly, so just you know, send yeah. those messages. Well, yeah. Make sure to indicate that you love T-War being on the show. Uh, also, if you want to say your own thoughts about Wolverine as a movie, we want to hear what you have to think about it. Uh, you can also email us directly at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook. Also, uh, please like us on uh, or give us a rating on iTunes. We're trying to make sure we get more ratings because it appears that we have none. I know a few people have said they've, they've put ratings and they've uh, put uh, like actual. Uh, I'm guilty. I have to put some ratings then well, because I, I didn't know that. Well, there was I've had there. people say that they've rated it and given like a mini review, and it doesn't show up anywhere. So huh. I don't know how that works. Maybe you need okay, to. I got to take out. a look. I'll see. Yeah. So please do that. And uh, yeah, th- thanks for listening to the episode. This has been episode 98, the spotlight on the Wolverine, and we'll uh, see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>